Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome in, welcome in. Wednesday edition, game week, week one Wednesday edition of Sports Talk Mississippi. I'm Michael Borkey. And with me is Michael Borky, and sitting across from me is Michael Borky, and that's that's the trio today. It's yours truly and yours truly alone, riding solo today. Richard Cross is off traveling. He's calling it the UCF South Carolina State game tomorrow, so uh, he gets to keep calling John Rice Plumley football games. Uh, that that uh, even though he transferred, Richard still gets to call his name a few times coming up uh, tomorrow. Night, and I would tell you to watch it, but come on, I know you're smarter than that. Uh, and Brian Haydad is also off today, so it's just me. You've got me, but trust me, we've got a loaded show for you. Uh, good old Luke Johnson's going to join us here in a little bit. We'll talk Southern Miss depth chart got released. Zero oars on offense. I love Will Hall. I respect Will Hall so much. Not a single oar on offense. The depth chart is solid. We'll talk about that. The Liberty game, of course. Liberty coming to Hattiesburg, a homecoming, I guess you can call it, with uh, with Hugh Freeze. We'll talk about that with Luke coming up. Richard Cross, before he left, uh, had a really, really, really good conversation with, uh, with Tom Hart of the SEC Network. Tom will be on the call for the Tennessee game tomorrow night, but he will no doubt be calling an Ole Miss and a Mississippi State game at some point this year. You hear him all the time. Semi-regular guest on this show. Phenomenal two-part conversation there. First-time guest Michael Katz will join us as well. And Greg Gaston will uh, join me to talk about Mississippi State and Memphis and a whole lot more with you. And I would love for you to be a part of the show with me this afternoon. 601-879-4395. That's the text line. The C Spire text line. 601-879-4395. I would love for you to be a part of the conversation this afternoon. Um, I want to start with this, though. I'll get to sports in one second. I, I do want to start with this because, uh, as you guys know, there is a water crisis, if you want to call it that, whatever you want to call it, going on in our capital city. And I know uh, that most of you, the overwhelming majority of you, don't actually live in the capital city. And a lot of uh, the discourse I've seen... Uh, lately is mostly centered around who's to blame 
or, or maybe how it can be fixed. And I understand that's a necessary conversation to, to some degree to have to try to figure out how to fix it and, and how this can be prevented. But just keep in mind, uh, while all of this is going on, while those conversations are being had, that there is a couple hundred thousand Mississippians uh, that have had nothing to do with what has happened. And those couple hundred thousand Mississippians cannot safely bathe their children tonight. So if you uh, have it in your heart to help, there's a lot of places you can do it. Um, I can certainly, if you text me, I can tell you where to help. I, I live in Madison, uh, in the Jackson area, but I'm, I'm not particularly close to Jackson. I'm sitting in Jackson right now in the studio, but it'll take me 15, 20 minutes to get home tonight. Um, the grocery stores in Madison, the water aisles are empty. Uh, people are hopefully buying it and donating it, or some people are having a hard time locating it. There are people that do need help uh, because, again, they have nowhere to go and they cannot safely shower. They can't drink their water. They have been instructed to not brush their teeth. They cannot safely bathe their children. They are Mississippians just like you and me, and uh, and they do need help. So I would just encourage you to, to look past the why or the discourse and know that there are innocent people that do need our help. And uh, with that, we will get to sports. Uh, I appreciate you guys a lot of texts already. Some of these are going to have to be read during the break and come back. That's just kind of the nature of the beast here. But I do want to actually start uh, with sports in this right here. So it's week uh, week one. Obviously, it's week one. Games get really started tomorrow, but our three teams play this weekend. I sat down this morning, and I'm going to give you, this is my viewership guide this weekend. If you're like me, you're going to kind of have the house to yourself. You the, the week one weekend in the Borky house is Michael time. My wife and son and my mother-in-law, are, are, are they're, they're going to leave me alone this weekend, and I've got the day to myself, and so I sat down today, and I'm going to give you a watchability guide this weekend. So obviously, and it starts with the obvious, so I have multiple categories on my watchability rankings this weekend. The obvious, must-watch, games that I think you should watch, and fringe games that I think you should consider watching if you're like me and you have five or six different screens available to you. I've got two screens, my laptop and my iPad ready to go. So I will have four games going on at one time. Four games going on at one time. So if you're like me, those games are for you. So I'll start with the obvious. And the obvious are the three that involve our teams in this state. Ole Miss, for what it's worth, a 22-point favorite at home against Troy. So if you're an Ole Miss fan, obviously you have to watch your team play, hopefully for all three of these games, at least for a little while, before the game gets ugly and you can turn the channel. Mississippi State, obvious number two, for what it's worth, a two-touchdown plus one-and-a-half favorite uh, against Memphis at home, and Southern Miss is a three-point underdog to Liberty. So that's the obvious. We're going to put those aside because I know that you are going to watch your team play. But if you're like me and you have the multiple screens, I've got three games that I would consider must watch 
games this weekend that you have to watch. If you are a college football fan, you got to watch these three games. The first one actually is tomorrow night. The Backyard Brawl is back. One of the most underrated, nasty, bitter rivalries in college football is back. West Virginia, Pittsburgh, and Keaton Slovis, the Southern Cal transfers we talked about yesterday. Transfer quarterbacks have just taken over college football. He's one of the 50% of... Uh, transfer quarterbacks that are now starting at their new place, but he took a microphone at a pep rally and said a four-letter word that starts with F that I cannot repeat on this show, West Virginia. The juices are flowing. It's going to be a spicy, spicy environment. West Virginia, Pittsburgh, the backyard brawl. If you love college football, you will love the backyard brawl tomorrow night. West Virginia, at Pittsburgh, nasty, bitter, old-school rivalry that we haven't gotten for a while. It is back. Imagine the Egg Bowl not getting played for years. Years. The Egg Bowl not getting played at all. And then it comes back. What the the angst, the atmosphere, the whatever you want to describe it around that game, the tension, that's a good word, the tension around that game, what that would feel like. Imagine that. That's what you're going to get tomorrow night. I think if you're a college football fan and you're not going to watch the Lord of the Rings uh, Amazon show premiere tomorrow, uh, that's the game that you have to watch tomorrow night. The Backyard Brawl is back. I've got two on Saturday. Cincinnati at Arkansas, I consider a must-watch game on Saturday, a game that you have to watch, in part because the overwhelming majority of you will have a team that plays Arkansas this year, so you want to see what the Hogs are like. I think the atmosphere is going to be incredible. It's a top 25 matchup. There aren't really many of those this weekend, if we're being honest. There aren't many top 25 matchups this weekend, so it's one of the few in an incredible environment, and this is the test for Cincinnati. I think they belonged in the playoff last year. I think that you couldn't argue with me if you think that they didn't belong in the playoff last year. I think they proved it. But the thing is, everybody's gone. Ritter, who is going to end up starting maybe by the end of the year for the Falcons, he's gone. Their top everything are gone. But people are just talking themselves into Cincinnati, not only competing, but possibly pulling the six-point upset here in this game. I think the atmosphere is going to be incredible. I think the game's going to be interesting and and fun, although I am going to pick Arkansas. Spoiler for Friday's show. I'm picking Arkansas to win the game and cover the six. But still, your teams are going to play Arkansas. It's a top 25 matchup. This weekend, I think that's a game that you have to watch. My second must-watch is Notre Dame at Ohio State. It's a massive, massive line. 17. And what does that say? Does that say more about Ohio State to you or Notre Dame? A 17-point line. I like the Buckeyes in this one. I like C.J. Stroud. I love the the hire that they made at defensive coordinator, poaching him from Oklahoma State. But look, I make fun of college football's obsession with the big, big, big brands and how it's more than that. But this is the horseshoe. This is Columbus, Ohio. This is C.J. Stroud, who I think will win the Heisman Trophy at the end of this year. It's Notre Dame. At Ohio State, big brands, big atmosphere, hopefully a closer game than the experts in Vegas make you think or think that it will be. And that is uh, my second must-watch game of Saturday. 
Got to go to a break. We'll get the rest of my must-watch rankings this weekend when we come back at Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't go anywhere. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Hey, we're looking good so far this afternoon. Just some after-school traffic, usual delays in those areas. Keep your speeds down as you pass through school zones. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Get the buck to stop when you shop the hunting appreciation event at Gaddis McLaurin Feed Seed Hardware and Mercantile, September 8th through the 10th, the entire store, 10% off. Live entertainment, free food and beverages, prizes, great deals all day long, like generic roundup, two and a half gallons, $79.99, rice bran, 50 pound bag, $9.89, 13-13-13, 50 pound bag, $15.99, and corn for $8.50. Get the buck to stop when you shop the hunting appreciation event, September 8th through the 10th at Gaddis McLaurin Feed Seed Hardware and Mercantile, since 1871 in downtown Bolton. We'll see you there. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi.
can never get enough of Rush. Welcome back. Sports Talk Mississippi, Michael Borky. Riding solo with you today. Luke Johnson will join us next. Will Hall released their depth chart today. There's a lot to digest with their depth chart. We'll talk about the Liberty game, Hugh Freeze, all that good stuff with Luke coming up here shortly. But back to my watchability rankings. Watchability rankings. When you are not watching Ole Miss or Mississippi State or Southern Miss, this is the order in which you should prioritize your games. I said the obvious were those three. The must-watch. I picked three must-watch games. The Backyard Brawl, which is tomorrow night, because it's going to be nasty. Cincinnati at Arkansas, because your team is likely going to be playing Arkansas. It's a ranked game. I like the Hogs in that one to cover, but still. And the Notre Dame at Ohio State because of the brands, the pageantry, all that stuff. Here are games that you should watch this weekend. So dropping down a level from must-watch to should-watch. Also tomorrow night, you got to double screen it again. If, unless you're going to watch the Lord of the Rings premiere, uh, I'm. Should I tell you guys this? I, I'm going to. I'll have football on another screen, but I'll be watching them. I'm a nerd. Okay. Anyway, anyway, if you're not going to be doing that second screen tomorrow night, Penn State at Purdue, West Lafayette. It's going to be a fun environment. Purdue throws the football around a little bit. It's not going to be. A typical Big Ten matchup, I don't think. I don't think you're going to have, you know, 13 to 10 as your final score, and there's going to be a bunch of punts and boring offense and I formations where they hand it off to a fullback on third and two. It's not going to be that. Purdue doesn't operate that way. And they've got a quarterback, remember, his last time out in the Music City Bowl threw for over 500 yards against Tennessee. They'll sling it, and I think Purdue's going to win that game, actually, tomorrow night. Penn State at Purdue, second screen it, good environment, should be an entertaining game. I think Penn State's going to lose that one, and I think they're going to lose at Auburn coming up in week three, I believe. So that's an important game for James Franklin. He just got that massive contract, and I think they're going to underwhelm again. So that's should watch tomorrow night. Saturday, here's a uh, this is kind of niche, but that's okay. Virginia Tech at Old Dominion. Virginia Tech at Old Dominion is a game you should watch. North Carolina at Appalachian State is one. If you listen to this show every second of it yesterday, I told you North Carolina is a very, very light favorite in this game. Very light favorite. One and a half points, depending on the book you look at. Appalachian State has 21 fifth or sixth year seniors on their two deep. That does not count their four year seniors. Fifth or sixth year seniors, Appalachian State has 21 of them. I'm smelling an upset in Boone. That's a game that you should watch. Oregon, Georgia, that's going to be the game that ESPN just hypes and they hype and they hype and Georgia's going to win by four touchdowns. Watch it because of who it is, what the Dan Landing era is going to look like. I mean, the old DCs. You know, facing off against his old team and stuff. I just don't think Oregon has the horses uh, that are going to be able to win this game. I don't think they're equipped to win this game. I mean, come on. It's Bo Nix facing off against that Georgia defense, even with what they lost, what they returned. It's not a recipe for a fun game. So put that on TV, too, while you're watching Cincinnati-Arkansas and then put on the Ole Miss game when it starts at 3. So watch it because of who it is, but you don't have to. And then Utah at Florida. 
the reason I didn't put it as a must-watch is because I think that Notre Dame and Ohio State going on at the same time is more attractive to me. So that's the must-watch game of that time slot when you're not watching Mississippi State or Southern Miss in that time slot. It's Ohio State, Notre Dame. But Utah, Florida is compelling as can be. People think that Utah is a contender in the Pac-12, that they can actually win the Pac-12 and be a playoff team? I'm not sure about that, but if they're going to be what people think they are, what a test that's going to be. What should be a good environment in, in a muggy swamp down there in Gainesville. So you should watch that game, Utah at Florida. And here's the, the last category, fringe games that I think you should consider checking out. Just think about it. If you've got multiple screens like me, fringe games that you should consider checking out. TCU at Colorado, that's Friday. NC State at ECU, I'm not convinced that NC State's in upset mode there. They're really experienced at quarterback, a very experienced roster overall. I think NC State's a sleeper ACC team. Should be a cool environment for a little while, but I think one team is better than the other, so check it out. Houston at UTSA. Now that's a fascinating one because the winner of that game could possibly be the group of five team that disrupts things. Now UTSA has to play Texas later, which which hurts, but Houston's ranked. The Alamo Dome's going to be nuts. It's a game you should check out. Army at Coastal Carolina, contrasting offensive styles uh, there. Jamie Chadwell and his offense at Coastal is one of the more fun offenses. If you've never watched Coastal Carolina play, if you haven't watched them play yet uh, this year, or excuse me, under Jamie Chadwell, if you haven't seen them play, give them a shot. Grayson McCall's a great quarterback. I thought he was going to hit the transfer portal. He decided to stay. It's a really unique offense. It's really fun to watch. And then they're hosting Army with the the Jeff Munkin triple option. I mean, complete contrasting styles could be a really fun football game as well. I mean, if you think that Army's not going to go in there and play well, uh, then I think you've got another thing coming. And lastly, Boise State at Oregon State. It's it's the nightcap on Saturday night. It's a 9 o'clock central start. Oregon State's doing stadium renovations, so the crowd will be half as large as it would be. But... If you're looking for a nightcap, Boise State playing on the road at a Power 5 team is uh, it's worth checking out if you're a night owl. So there you go. There are your watchability rankings. I'll run through them again quickly and then get to your text. The watchability rankings, the order in which you should watch games this weekend, the obvious, your three teams must watch, Backyard Brawl tomorrow, Cincinnati, Arkansas, Notre Dame, Ohio State, should watch Penn State, Purdue tomorrow night, Virginia Tech, and Old Dominion also. North Carolina at Appalachian State, Oregon, Georgia, Utah at Florida, and fringe games to check out, TCU, Colorado, that's Friday night, NC State at ECU, Houston at UTSA, Army at Coastal, Boise State at Oregon State. There's your watchability guide this weekend in college football. To the text line, 601-879-4395, we get one here that says Mississippi ties in the backyard brawl tomorrow. Co-defensive coordinator Jordan Leslie for West Virginia is a native of Fulton and coached at Northwest Community College and East Mississippi. That's awesome. I had no idea. No idea. So thanks for that. That's pretty cool. I'll uh, keep an eye out for that tomorrow night. Another one, Loving the Michael Borky Show, brought to you by Michael Borky featuring Michael Borky. Yeah. 
You'll hear Richard's voice uh, in the 4 o'clock hour, he and Tom. But, yeah, it's uh, it's presented by me. It's brought to you by me. Uh, I'm pulling all the levers and pushing all the buttons, talking to myself. I mean, I'm in a basically empty building talking to myself. I can't decide if it means I'm crazy or I'm having a really good time. It's it's a balance here. Um, Jeff in Oxford loves the rush. Mike in Grand Bay says, I get enough rush after the first note. Sorry. Mike, what? A rush hater. Ugh. Dale, the Delta says, App State versus North Carolina sounds like an upset lock with App State having 21 of 22 starters, fifth-year seniors or older. Now, that's in the two deep, so they're not all starters, but the most of them are. So most of the 21 are. Uh, but, again, that doesn't even count regular seniors. That is just fifth and sixth year. It's an experienced football team. I think in the last four years they've won, I think, 40 games, over 40 games in the last four years, these guys. So it's an experienced team. It's going to be a crazy environment. North Carolina did not look good at all last weekend. They've got to play much better if they're going to go in there and win that game. Matthew says, read the Lord of the Rings was very bad. Hope the critics are wrong. They usually are. They usually are. Uh, Somebody says, verify your don't bathe remark. I heard the government but health department revised that to boiled water. Maybe it changed again, but people trust you, Michael. Yeah, they... they, uh, I'll give you an example. Um, No, I don't need to give you an example, actually. They told you, if you have a boil water notice... If that's just what you have, then it is not safe to bathe in that water unless it has been boiled first. But still, I can verify this. I can't walk over to the sink here in this building and turn it on. It won't come on. Water doesn't come out. I mean, it's physically impossible for these people to to bathe. Some of them, anyway. At least in here. So, it's... It's dire, regardless of why you think it is. It is. And anyway. Somebody says, pray for an Ohio State win. I'm so tired of overhyped Notre Dame every year. No love for the Bama game, another one of you asks. Well, they're a 41-point favorite against Utah State. I will not be watching. (laughs) I won't watch a second of that. I'm just being honest. I won't watch a second of of that game. But anyway. More of your texts uh, when we come back. And Luke Johnson will join us. Talk Southern Miss for a couple of segments when we come back at Sports Talk Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 91. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 69. Beautiful day on tap for Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And finally, Friday, a 60% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Ace Bolt and Screw is proud to announce the grand opening of their third Central Mississippi location at 599 Highway 49 South in Richland. Three times the convenience, three times the selection, and three times the service. Visit Ace Bolt and Screw on Julianne Street just off Gallatin and Jackson, right on I-55 at the Gluckstead exit, and now Highway 49 South in Richland. They have millions of fasteners, a massive selection of tools for pros, and more. Now three locations strong. Mississippi family owned and operated for over 50 years. 
Spillway Diner, known for its great breakfast and lunch, is now open till 8 p.m., featuring a new special each night. Monday, enjoy all-you-can-eat breakfast. Tuesday, half-price blue plates. Wednesday, it's dollar wing night with 14 flavors to choose from. Thursday, all-you-can-eat fish fillets. And on Friday and Saturday, enjoy a juicy sirloin, ribeye, or fillet served with baked potato, roll, or Texas toast, and a drink. Spillway Diner's all-you-can-eat special feature menu is dine-in only. No sharing. Find them on Facebook for more on the new menu, hours, and location. You hear those notifications? That's small businesses in America taking off on TikTok. Businesses like Porgy's Hot Dogs. I have another good one for y'all today. Our peanut butter and jelly dog. Their homemade hot dog videos pull in diners from across the country. And there's Matt Fixit, your local handyman just building a business. Holy freaking drywall repair. We've got a bathtub above this kitchen. Over a million people saw that video. And new customers are still flying in. American Small Business booms on TikTok. Hey, guys, ditch that baseball cap. If your dad was bald by middle age, you're thinking to yourself, hey, that's going to be me. Well, today, losing your hair is your choice. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. We can actually stop loss and regrow your hair. Our new, affordable, non-surgical in-office treatments get amazing results. So, guys, here's the pitch. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. It's that baseball cap today. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. White House officials are saying that President Biden's decision to cancel between $10,000 and $20,000 in student debt for millions of Americans is fully paid for because of a drop in the federal deficit. That suggests that the full cost will be piled up on top of the national debt. Representative Dan Eubanks is with the Mississippi Freedom Caucus and told us they had a significant response to a poll on their website. 84% of the respondents said that somebody in their family would benefit from this buyout or this, this forgiveness. But 94% of respondents said they didn't believe it was right or fair. He says it does nothing to solve the problem. The same uh, students are going to go out next year, and they are going to take out the same amount of loans and the same amount of debt from the same high-charging universities. Yeah. And and so all this does, basically, if you look at it, there is no other uh, end result other than just vote buying. The first ever Good News Gospel Festival will take place on the lawn at Grammy Museum, Mississippi on Saturday, September 3rd. The Good News Gospel Festival will celebrate the rich heritage of gospel music in the Mississippi Delta, featuring performances by the Grammy-winning Mississippi Mass Choir and many more. To learn more about this free community event, as well as other upcoming programs and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit grammymuseumms.org. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. Critical moments demand experience. Whether you're on the field, in the car, or at home, you need the right people supporting you. Farm Bureau's exceptional team is dedicated to superior customer service and competitive rates, and they've got your back. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
In a world full of noise, the latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. It's time for more Sports Talk Mississippi. Finally. Finally. On Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Might have let that run a little bit. Welcome back, Sports Talk Mississippi. Michael Borky with you. And joining us right now on the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Luke Johnson of the Super Talk Eagle Hour joins us right now. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau. Luke, uh, I, you know, I wanted to start talking about depth charts and stuff like that and football and things, but you put a picture on Twitter today of you allegedly at work eating beignets. Why didn't I get any of those? Uh, you had to uh, talk for three hours by yourself. Yeah, Eagle Hour, we were <laughs> live today at, at Mobay Beignet Company. It's a new beignet shop. We're literally right across the street from the Southern Miss Administration Building, the front gate. Uh, the mayor of the roost, Jody Lott, uh, his daughter, Morgan, owns that, and uh, they're big Southern Miss baseball fans. But we had a two-hour show over there today. Reggie Collier, Jeremy McLean, Lee Roberts joined us on the phone. And yeah, I, I, uh, I ate a couple of beignets. They have like this, these, they call them syrups, and buttercream and cinnamon and strawberry, and you get them with your beignets. So it's. It's just strong words, dude, but it, it's better than Cafe Du Monde. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't. I've actually had a couple of not great experiences at Cafe Du Monde. They were just underwhelming, and I think you can get better ones in the city. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Anyway, anyway, so uh, we'll start with the most softball question of all time. What's the excitement level around Hattiesburg right now? Jeremy told us today. Um, you know they're 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 close to uh, a season ticket record, the most since they've had since 2015. Uh, I, I think a lot of people are excited with, and, and Bob brought up a good point today. The, the city's excited, and I think a lot of businesses tip their cap to the university because you you look at it. You had college baseball, big college baseball, three weeks in a row. You know, in the first part of the summer, and it, it just really, really, really helped the city out in a lot of ways, and I think. Uh, on on the, on the city side, I think a lot of people again are reminded about that that Hattiesburg is a Southern Miss community, and I mean that, that you know, what's when the university benefits, the entire city does. On the fan side, um, I think a lot of people are excited, and I was speaking uh, to an Eagle Club group last week. I think trying to be excited and be realistic. Last year, you know, we all went through this. Uh, went through this with you guys, expectations too high, and that kind of brought some of the disappointment. This is year two of a rebuild, and I think people are, are excited with, with more realistic expectations this year. Just just want to see um, them compete 
and and be in games for longer. And then you take away some of the uh, the turnovers and and some of the negative plays they had last year. They're going to win more. In looking at this game, I, I, I don't you don't strike me as a gambler, but I'm sure that that you look at lines like all of us do. Southern Miss a a three point underdog. When you saw that, or if you're learning it for the first time right now, which I doubt, uh, what was your thought, initial thought when you saw Southern Miss a field goal underdog? Yeah, Kelly Sander talked about it. One thing he, he kind of mentioned. Um, is that it, it, when Charlie Brewer was announced to be the, the starting for Liberty, the starter for Liberty, it it, it wasn't that much of a, a game anymore in the sense of of people in that business. And that I would have expected it to for us to be a bigger underdog than what we are. I mean, the over under I think is right at forty nine and a half. Uh, I think I saw that on ESPN today. I mean, that bodes well. I mean. For that to happen, though, for Southern Miss, I think, to be in this game in the fourth quarter, the defense is going to have to to, to force multiple turnovers. What, what kind of scares me about this defense, I think that Southern Miss defense will, will, will hold Charlie Brewer and the Flame offense in check to a point. Obviously, Hugh Freeze is going to get his points. But you, you worry about uh, uh, an, an inexperienced offensive line that, that's, has been, that's struggled – What's Will Hall going to do to be able um, to get Tyke some confidence, you know, when you may not be able to pass block that long? And um, so I think, you know, if, if it holds true to that, that, uh, that three-point deficit or Southern Miss having a, you know, more than a puncher's chance in this, it's, the, the defense is going to have to cause multiple turnovers. Luke Johnson of the Eagle Hour joining us right now talking Southern Miss Liberty this weekend. So is there – Homecoming, I guess, is the right word. I mean, people nationally know Hugh Freeze mostly because he was the the head coach at Ole Miss. But returning back to his alma mater, is, is there any kind of extra juice because of that, or is it? What what is the Southern Miss fans feeling about Hugh Freeze in particular bringing a football team to Hattiesburg to play? I mean, I think you know, there's people that that'll watch this game that went to to school with Coach Freeze. Kind of the joke with Hill Denson is he, you know, Coach Denson cut team, so he he wants a cut now in the millions he makes uh, at being a college football coach. But um, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, the average fan didn't realize that, that maybe Hugh Freeze is a graduate of Southern Miss. I don't I don't think it really factors in this weekend. Southern Miss played them up up there in 2020, and um, Liberty won that game by by three touchdowns. But Southern Miss was down four touchdowns and came back and made a made a, a game out of it. I don't think it really factors in more than it's a it's a quality opponent. They've won 26 games in you know the last three years. I think when you look at who's played in the Rock the last five or six years, this is one of the the better teams that that's come in. So from that perspective, it's a quality opponent with a with a a coach you you know uh, from a national college football perspective, not not as a Southern Miss grad. Uh, so Will Hall releases his depth chart. Uh, apparently in college football it's becoming a thing where, where we're weird about depth charts. You had, uh, for example, Ole Miss released one and then deleted it quickly and then released another one, which was slightly different. Sark at Texas isn't doing one a- at all. You've got some places with 13 players starting on their defense. You've got oars everywhere. You've got Mark Stoops at Kentucky saying that he's got players that are serving a suspension, and then when he's asked about it, he says, well, I didn't say they were suspended. The whole depth chart thing's a joke, and then Will Hall releases his, and I look at the offense, 
Not a single or on the offensive depth chart for Southern Miss. That's uncommon now. Yeah, there's a couple, um, but there's no starters. Right. To your point, there's some on the – yeah. On defense, there's a couple. uh, But, yeah, offensively, the starters are there. And what I liked about the offense, just to throw the wrinkle in, the superbacks on there, Um, which I think – even if they don't show the superback, I think they will uh, to to help tie keys out. Um, I think that that generates some excitement from what we saw last year. But, yeah, to your point – particularly on the offensive line. I mean, nothing really changed on here. DeMarcus Jones isn't, isn't listed as a starting wide receiver. It's probably because he's still injured, not available. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is kind of what we've, we've talked about the last two weeks, all these names. Some of the backups are, are different, um, especially on the offensive line. If you look at right tackle Kyron Barnes from Adams County Christian, he's a baby. He's a true freshman. And he is the number two right tackle uh, for this offense. So, you know, a few of those are are surprising on the offensive side of the ball. It does look like, though, up front, I mean, to your point, after a veteran is a freshman, but looking across the offensive line, senior, third-year sophomore, fourth-year junior, fourth-year junior, fifth-year senior. And those are guys, Bryson Mays moved around a lot. He'll be a good center. Um, You might see... Calvin McMillan, who uh, is, is a transfer, obviously, from uh, from Mississippi State. Um, I, I don't know, Borky, if you've seen how much Tykeem Doss weighs, uh, but he could have put several beignets away with us today. 6'5", 373 at left tackle. I, I feel like the left side of the line, probably a little more secure, which is where you want it to be. But I do think McMillan is going to play sooner than later. Um Paul Gaynor, a, a, a senior on the right tackle side. I don't know if they're going to throw Barnes in there. Gaynor, Gaynor has struggled a little bit, uh, but got better over the in the in the off season. Uh, the the twos have been really fluid on the offensive line in camp, so it'll be interesting to see um, if if the the front five or the, the starting five get any relief. Who will be in there this Saturday? We'll uh, look at the defense when we come back from this uh, from this break. We're up against a hard break, and Luke's going to join us on the other side as well. We'll talk about the defense where there are oars everywhere, but considering the bodies on the defensive line, it may not be the worst thing, so we'll talk about that. You guys want to be a part of the conversation, we'd love to have you on the text line. 601-879-4395. That's the C Spire text line. 601-879-4395. I also have a poll out there. Uh, asking which of the three teams, uh, the the three FBS teams in this state, do you think are most likely to cover? Luke, real quick, with just uh, inside of a minute left, if you had to pick which team was most likely to cover, Ole Miss, minus 22, Mississippi State, minus 15.5, Southern Miss, plus 3, who do you think has the best chance of actually covering that line? Um, You know, I don't want to be a homer. I I do think that it will be interesting in Oxford maybe for a quarter and a half, maybe a half. I think Mississippi State will cover against Memphis. All right, fair enough. We'll uh, we'll look at the defensive side of the ball for Southern Miss when we come back with Luke Johnson of the Eagle Hour. Sports Talk Mississippi. More Golden Eagle Talk when we come back.
the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Hey, we're looking pretty good so far this afternoon. Nothing out of the ordinary, just your typical after-school traffic and construction delays. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. Call today to take advantage of their limited timeshare certificate special of 2% annual percentage yield on 12 months, federally insured by NCUA. Call River Trust Federal Credit Union at 601-664-2085. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Fredericks Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends' jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. 
to all the folks in the Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Let's go time. Sports Talk Mississippi. Well, say something. Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you, Michael Borky, riding solo today on Sports Talk Mississippi on this Game Week Wednesday. Great to be with you guys. Jeff and Grenada says, by the way, I've had funnel cakes at goat roping and sheep shearing competitions that were better than beignets at Cafe Dumont. So, uh, fair enough. There's better options in the city. It's novelty and stuff. I get it, but there's better options. Anyway, back to the phone. Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Luke Johnson, of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're looking at Southern Miss's depth chart. Went through the offensive side. No oars in starting spots, anyway, on the offensive side. But, Luke, kind of the exact opposite issue on defense, or it may not be an issue at all. The entire two deep on the defensive line for Southern Miss has an oar next to it. And some of these guys are guys that have played SEC football and, like, important SEC football as well with that or label on the depth chart. Is that a sign that they really like what they have there? Yeah, let, let me mention real quick on the, on the offensive side, too, the same way. Janari Dean from Mississippi State, courtesy of, of South Panola, he, he's going to play a lot, too, and I just wanted to mention him uh, because that, that's a transfer that's going to make impact. The defensive front, Brandon Lacey, the, the defensive line coach, he feels like there's six or seven dudes that are going to play up there. And if you look at their their uh, their front today, the defensive end position, Armandus Cooley and Quentin Bivens, both from uh, one from Mississippi State, the other from Ole Miss, they're going to they're going to play up front. Jalen Williams, an Arkansas transfer that, that played at Jones College in Ellisville, uh, he's going to play along with Josh Rackless. That's why those oars are there uh, because it, they kind of view those six to seven guys. No matter who they put out there, they're they're ready to play and, and they're going to get you know the most um, out of them. This is going to be a this is going to be a three three five defense where they're going to be able to to do a lot. Another one of those oars, a guy that that I know Richards talked about and I've talked about some. Tyler Knight um, at the star position, which is kind of like a, a nickelback for Austin Armstrong. Man, they got him doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, walking up to the line, blitzing, dropping in coverage. Cam Harrell, who who uh, came in from Iowa a couple years ago, and he's a uh, he's all conf- all a Sun Belt Conference preseason as a kick returner. He'll play there too. So uh, I think what Austin Armstrong is thankful for is is that the, the defensive line is going to allow them to do a whole lot of stuff off the edge, up the middle uh, with with blitz, and it's also because they feel like they got two really good corners uh, with Natron Brooks and, and Eric Scott Jr. Three three five is not a particularly common defense, and yet we have two guys in, in this state that that run it. Just surface level, what do you think about it? Because watching blitz packages out of that is a lot of fun, just from a thirty thousand feet perspective. But as a former player, when you see that, what do you think? Well, I mean, you've got to have dudes up front, and that's last year. Southern Miss had to go four down occasionally. They had to bring, you know, a, a swap a backer for a, a lineman and bring them up front. You always want more people on the field to cover. Um, but this linebacker core is extremely fast. Dalen Gill, 
uh, had stepped right into Hayes Maple's uh, injury spot. And I just like the speed that they have. And I feel like this year, Eric Scott has really come on. Will Hall's really, really happy at what he's done on the corner. So they feel like they can go man on the outside um, and that will allow them to bring six. I'll tell you what, man, Austin Armstrong, of course, you know, he was under Kirby Smart at Georgia. Occasionally you might see seven come. I mean, that's just kind of <laughs> the way they, they want to do it. Um, I, I do like the defense. It only works if you have strength up front and and locks on the outside. And, and Austin Armstrong has been one to say, man, if you beat us over the top, we'll shake your hand and we'll get up and, and go at you the next play. Uh, I won't hold you to this because we're not in the prediction business. We're in the entertainment business. But how do you see this game shaking out on Saturday? If the defense can get at least two turnovers, um, the Eagles will be in it, I believe, late in the third quarter, early fourth quarter. It's just going to depend on if the running if the running game gets stopped, uh, it's going to be tough. So um, I, if they're able to run the ball, mix in a little super back, don't put the whole world on, on Tyke's shoulders. I think he will make a few mistakes. I think he will make some uh, some some plays with his arms and his legs. I could see Liberty winning this game by ten points or more, and I could see Southern Miss, you know, winning it on a late field goal or or winning it on a late touchdown. I'll hope it's the latter and not the former. Luke, thanks uh, again for your time. As always, looking forward to talking to you. Hopefully, a couple times a week, every week during the season. Sounds good, Michael. Have a great day. You too, man. That's Luke Johnson on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Uh, I'm I'm going to take a little break myself, but you're going to hear this is a really good conversation. And if you listen to the show, you kind of have an idea of Richard and I's dynamic. I don't like to gas him up. I think the ego is big enough already on Richard Cross that he doesn't need me telling him he's good at stuff. This is good stuff. He and Tom Hart of the SEC Network and ESPN. Uh, it's a long interview. It's really, really good uh, with the two of them. Uh, so that'll be when we come back. You'll hear Richard and Tom Hart talking. Uh, you guessed it. SEC football. They do a little rapid fire as well, like his favorite food stop on the road because you know he broadcasts games all over the conference and, and things like that. Really good conversation that's coming your way to start the next hour at Sports Talk Mississippi. I'm Michael Borky. Richard Cross and Tom Hart when we come back. The Justice Department has responded after former President Trump's legal team requested a third-party review of the documents seized at Mar-a-Lago. This idea of a neutral third-party arbiter, someone to come and look at the evidence from a neutral perspective. The Justice Department saying a special master just not needed. Fox's David Spunt. Meanwhile, Florida is now suing the U.S. government, claiming the Biden administration is stopping the state from importing lower-cost medicine. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is now suing the U.S. Food and Drug administration claiming they've taken too long to either approve or deny the state's plan to import Canadian prescription drugs, hoping to lower costs in the state. We've waited long enough. He wants a federal judge to make the FDA approve the measure, which the state claims could save 150 million bucks. Fox Evan Brown, America is listening to Fox News. 
At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people, we offer shelter to people seeking life change, and we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue Mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. Hit the road in style this summer in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander from Ridgeland, Mitsubishi. Get a sleek exterior and award-winning interior with seating for seven, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today starting at $26,995 during the summer sales event at Ridgeland, Mitsubishi. Going on now. Manufacturer suggested retail price based on Outlander ES2WD. Excludes destination handling, tax title license, etc. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. See dealer for limited warranty and program details. Offer ends 930 I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Earlier today, the FDA authorized updated COVID-19 vaccine booster shots from Moderna and Pfizer. This is the first time updated COVID-19 vaccines have received emergency use authorization in the United States. Jared Halpern has the details. A new COVID booster shot could be available to Americans in a matter of days after the FDA gave authorization to a new recipe made by Pfizer and Moderna. The new vaccines combine the original recipe with updates specifically for Omicron variants BA4 and BA5, considered the most contagious strains. The U.S. has already purchased more than 170 million doses. Pfizer says it can ship up to 15 million by the end of next week. Still, it's unclear how widespread new booster shots will be. Only about half of fully vaccinated Americans got a first recommended booster dose, and a third of those 50 and older eligible for a second booster did so. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. Whether you're playing ball, driving your truck, or working in the yard, safety is everything. You've got to make sure that you're prepared for the worst, but do everything you can to aim for the best. That's why I go with Farm Bureau. They've always kept me ready for anything with exceptional customer service and competitive rates. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, Lucky Buck here. It's time to have more fun more often. That's right, my little buckaroos. The Mississippi Lottery will begin drawing cash three and cash four twice a day. But wait, there's more. Add the fireball feature and you can increase your winnings and increase your odds of winning. More times to play cash three and cash four. More ways to win with fireball. Ah, Sounds like a winner to me. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. As Mississippi's capital city remains under a boil water notice, Sarah Friedler, who serves as the general manager of one of Jackson's most historic restaurants, Brent's Drugs, talks about the challenges restaurants in the city are facing. We have to boil all of our water. It adds so many more steps. And it's just scary because day to day we don't know what will happen. In addition, Friedler mentioned that the restaurant spending has increased due to the need to outsource beverages. We have to outsource all of our drinks. Um, which is very expensive for the business. Earlier today, President Joe Biden approved the state of Mississippi's emergency declaration regarding Jackson's water crisis. Now FEMA is authorized to identify, mobilize, and provide equipment and resources necessary to alleviate the impacts of the emergency. For more Mississippi news, sports, and politics, visit us online at supertalk.fm. With Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Caleb Sailors. 
from the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. We introduced benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fought to stretch broadband Internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here we, here we go, go. Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV. Happy to be joined by television's Tom Hart, ESPN SEC Network, Saturday night primetime. We have made it to game week. Tom joins us on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. We're excited, Tom. We, we've been counting down 100 teams in 100 days uh, it feels like the end of the college baseball season was a long time ago. What about you? You, you got a double header this weekend. You fired up? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to rock. I mean, we've been waiting for a, a long, long time. 100 teams in 100 days is great summer programming, but nothing beats talking about actual football yeah. and making plans to be at the games and figuring out your tailgate situation or what you're bringing to the Grove, whatever people do that are listening or watching right now. Like, that's where the real excitement comes. It, when you have plans that are like weeks or months in advance, I never really get excited about those. I get excited when my vacation or my big event is right around the corner, like close enough to taste it. We're here. Congrats. Yeah, we're here. So you had um, you had a game in Knoxville a year ago, if I remember correctly. It was quite the game. That's where you're going to start the 2022 season as well with a Tennessee team that is – and they're, to me, Tennessee's fascinating. Like that's a team that could be second in the East behind Georgia. They could pull off a big upset somewhere along the way, but they also they're one of those teams high ceiling, but potentially a low floor as well. Yeah, it's fascinating. By the way, you referenced that uh, Ole Miss game there last year. I, I don't know if you caught this, but uh, the minor league team that I actually used to work for, the Tennessee Smokies, had a promotion this week. I'm sure you're aware. They had fans come on the field and throw mustard bottles at a uh, Lane Kiffin skeleton with his face on the on the skull. I, you know, everybody had fun. Um, Ole Miss won the game though, so I guess <laughs> they're getting the last laugh after that whole uh, that whole event. You know what's fascinating about Tennessee? I was thinking about them this week. 
and I think they can be better. They lost a really close bowl game against Purdue. It's one of the best bowl games of the um, of the season last year. Um, the question is, where do they get better? You know, I think defensively they can obviously take some strides and be a better defensive team, get more pressure on the quarterback, uh, be better in the secondary. They got torched a few times. But offensively, man, they were really good. And it's not just the tempo, but Head and Hooker was wildly efficient. And to replicate that, I think, will put Tennessee in a great place. But they don't have a ton of depth at running back unless you they really rely on a couple of freshmen that they have coming in, who are supposed to be great, don't get me wrong, but that's always a challenge. And they need some receivers who – some of them played well towards the end of that year uh, last year. They really need receivers to step up in a big way. I think they'll do it. I think they'll be – a really good team this year and can threaten Georgia and can win a ton of games. But the question is, can they be better across the board offensively? Because they'll probably need to be to, to reach their goals. I'm sure you uh, are prepared for this for, for Thursday night, but what was it? Uh, Josh Heupel said they wanted to score more points than the baseball team scored runs. And I heard somebody reference it. Maybe it's a good thing that the baseball team had its season come, uh, come, come to an end short of Omaha. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of pressure. I mean, they're in a good, pretty good spot right there with a couple of couple of young coaches who are doing what they're yeah. doing. I, I guess as long as they don't have to face a plucky Notre Dame team, as uh, Tony Vitello's squad did in the Supers, they'll, they'll be in better shape. Yeah, I don't know that Neyland Stadium is quite the launching pad that Lindsey Nelson is either. So I don't know. We'll see how it uh, see how it shakes out. Um, and then you go to Tuscaloosa. So doubleheader for you this weekend. So we start in Knoxville and then go to Tuscaloosa. Um, you think Alabama's going to be any good? Oh, my. Listen. So I went, there, I went to Tuscaloosa last week. I was there for practice on Wednesday. And just I'll just say this part out loud. Nick Saban and Alabama football are as good as, at, as anybody at providing access. And you don't always get that from elite programs. But – he was in a good mood. He was laughing. He was smiling with us after practice. I guess I would be too if I had that team. Richard, you know, if you go in and watch a team that has national championship aspirations and expectations, it's really easy to poke holes in them and say, yeah, but this or yeah, but that. I left that practice going, I don't, I don't see any holes. I mean, they're as good as advertised, if not better. Um, the, they're really, 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 really good. And Bryce Young, who won the Heisman last year, looks more comfortable and confident than I ever saw him at any point last year. And that's saying, hey, here's my comp to Bryce Young. And I'm not saying he'll be an NFL MVP, Super Bowl champion. But you notice how loose Patrick Mahomes plays and the confidence with which he plays. And I'm not just talking about making tough passes or the confidence to attempt tough plays. It's the looseness of his gait when he's walking back to the huddle or when he's looking towards the sideline, this confidence level of, I've got this, I've seen it before, I'm good. I, I saw that at practice from Bryce Young, and I would expect to see it throughout the season too. You know, I, I really can't imagine. So I, I'm thinking back, and, and this was a long time ago, to, to high school football. And, and so, like, the arc of your high school career from when you're first on the varsity team as a sophomore and you're like, I mean, it, JV football felt felt big, and now this is like a whole new world. And then you get into your junior year, and, you know, maybe you're playing, maybe you're starting at that point, but you kind of feel like you belong. 
And then as a senior, you're like, this is my team. And yeah. I know what I'm supposed to do, and I know our offense. It feels like with Bryce Young, it's like that times a million because, oh, by the way, did you see this trophy? And it's – but it's not just because – I mean, I feel like a lot of quarterbacks would feel comfortable behind that offensive line. You're like, yeah, I got nothing to be worried about. I'm never going to get my jersey dirty. But it yeah. seems like maybe it's more than that. Yeah, I think it is more than that. And I don't know exactly how to put it into words. Um, I know he's got a really good running game. I mean, he's got a guy back there who gives him a lot of confidence. In fact, we're joking with Saban about it after practice. And he said, I, I, I don't need my guy turning his back to the line of scrimmage a ton. I don't need my guy, you know, throwing a ton at first and say, obviously third down, you're going to have to throw it. But his point was we've got to keep him out of harm's way. And the easiest way to do that is to turn and hand the ball off and not to hold the ball in the pocket, not to try and make plays, not to be the only guy who can make plays on that offense. But I got Jameer Gibbs, and he can turn and hand the ball off. And and as good as I think Bama's going to be defensively, what I saw from him in practice is he doesn't get bottled up very often. Even they run a stretch play and it looks like he's running out of room to the sideline and there's three dudes in front of him, he seems to find a hole. And that's a kind of dependable running back that will give Bryce Young even even more confidence to <laughs> to do what he can do. You know, we've been talking about the games that you're doing this weekend. Tennessee Ball State Thursday night. You've got Alabama on, on Saturday night against Utah State or Utah State. Um, but what about some of the other games in the SEC that, that really jump off the page? To me, there are two. And, I mean, I'm not, like, breaking news here. It, it's in Gainesville with Florida-Utah and, you know, a wildly fascinating first game for Billy Napier. And then, to me, the other one's at Fayetteville. And there's part of me that's like, Luke Fickle has built a program. Don't sleep on Cincinnati in this game against Arkansas. There's part of me that's like, did you see what Cincinnati lost off that team a year ago? They got no shot. Uh, but those two games really jump off the page, at least for me. Are, are those the two for you as well? Yeah. I, a third, just to throw this out there for discussion point, is is Oregon coming to Atlanta to take on Georgia. I don't expect Georgia will have an issue with Oregon. But that can be the type of game that uh, defines the Pac-12 season, right? And if, if for some reason Georgia slips up, that really uh, puts a dent in their plans overall and would impact all of the SEC, especially the East from a national championship yeah. uh, perspective. But no, I, I, I can't agree more. Have you seen, by the way, and I, I haven't looked yet, what's the line on that Arkansas-Cincinnati game? Arkansas is about a touchdown favorite. Yeah, so getting – Roughly three points at home, you know, for, for a home game. So that's a, a four-point difference in the programs. I think Arkansas is probably a little bit better than that right now uh, relative to what you just said as much as Cincinnati lost. Think about the momentum Arkansas got last year by, by knocking off Texas. Big home game. Town went crazy. Huge win. Great momentum. Um, I think best defensive coordinator in the league and Barry Odom and a guy that really helps oh, out. He's such a Missouri homer. <laughs> Did you see my shirt? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the, listen, the value, and, and, and I'll go back to Alabama for a minute. I think I counted seven former defensive coordinators on Nick Saban's staff. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, six or seven, and that includes, that includes Saban, you know, in, in his time. I mean, when you have that kind of support, 
as a head coach, it gives you a lot of confidence to reassure you that your decisions are right. And if they're wrong, someone's going to, you know, grab your elbow and say, maybe maybe we should think about doing this way. That's the kind of stability that Barry Odom gives to Sam Pittman. I mean, he's he's been through it in the SEC. Um, Oh, by the way, he's got another great linebacking core. He's got a great secondary. that's a that's a really good defense and solid, and they don't cost themselves many games. So I agree. I think that that Arkansas Cincinnati game is huge. I don't expect Florida to win. By Hold the way, on Florida just for a second. My only okay. question. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon. They're at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. For the most part, looking good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns causing any major problems. So far, the winners for the most school traffic is up by Madison Middle School and Brandon High School coming in a distant second. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Serve the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Hey guys, under 35, are you getting a little thin on top? Sure, you can shave your head, but let's face it, unless you're built like the rock, bald really is not all that beautiful. Well, there's some good news. Today, losing your hair is a choice. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. Our new, affordable, non-surgical, in-office treatments stop loss and regrow your hair. So fight back. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com. I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones Financial Advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Super Talk Jackson. Call me, Mason Irby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. You hear those notifications? That's small businesses in America taking off on TikTok. Businesses like Porgy's Hot Dogs. I have another good one for y'all today. Our peanut butter and jelly dog. Their homemade hot dog videos pull in diners from across the country. And there's Matt Fix-It, your local handyman just building a business. Holy frickin' drywall repair. We've got a bathtub above this kitchen. Over a million people saw that video, and new customers are still flying in. American Small Business Booms on TikTok. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. The lead play-by-play announcer for the SEC Network. You'll see him on SEC Saturday nights all season long. We're, we're going back to Florida, Utah, but I have a question for you. 
And it's because I've been banging this drum for a month now, and I've asked you about it. I'm going to ask you publicly. SEC Saturday night primetime for Ole Miss Kentucky on October 1st? Question mark? Uh, possible. Possible. I Let me let me look at my computer here. Um, I mean, I think, I think Kentucky's in a position where they could be really, really, really good, and that game could – could hold a lot of import for that Kentucky team. Um, Huge I can't for both teams. So, so Tom, if both teams start four zero, yeah, and, and that means Kentucky has to win in Gainesville. That that's the the stumbling block. I don't know what Ole Miss's stumbling block is with Troy, UCA, Georgia Tech on the road, and Tulsa. I think they got to play well. You got to go out and play the games. But if they're both four zero based on where they're ranked in the preseason, that's a top fifteen matchup. You get that under the lights, and, and you may think I'm crazy for this. I have said to people, if that is a night game, it will be a top five atmosphere in Oxford of the last decade. I think that big. What do I pay off to get there? Because that, that that sounds like it's out of it's out of our reach at that point. If they're both four zero, Kentucky, uh, and I'm going to do rapid fire later. I think Kentucky wins at Florida. Uh, they're four zero. This. Chris Rodriguez situation is a little bit of a sticky wicket for them. I, yeah. He's a key to their team. I don't know, as we talk more about Florida in a second, that they absolutely have to have him to, to win against Florida. Um, but as soon as they get him back, they're, they're a different level team, in my opinion. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. We'll, we'll have to wait and see what TV network ends that. There's some pretty stiff competition. October 1st, good day in the SEC for uh, for some big games. Um, all right, so Florida-Utah. The swamp is going to feel like the swamp, literally and yeah. figuratively and atmospherically on Saturday night. It's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. I feel like game one for Napier, I mean, that is a place that at one point was maybe the most difficult in all of college football to play. Kind of feels like it may feel like that Saturday night. It could, and it probably will feel like a difficult place to play. But Utah just played in the Rose Bowl, and they bring a lot of talent back, including the quarterback. And, and Utah has ascended to a program where they're no longer the little engine that could in the Mountain West Conference, just begging for respect. Kyle Whittingham is legitimate year in and year out uh, National Coach of the Year candidate. They've got great size. They've got great speed. They always have a disruptive defensive line. I would be surprised if Florida – I mean, it's probably a good game through three quarters. I would be surprised if Florida keeps it close in the fourth. Now, listen, I think Billy's got a chance to build something special there. It didn't take him much time to do that in Lafayette. I mean, he turned that thing around yeah. almost overnight. We know they have one of the most explosive quarterbacks in the SEC. Just a lot of other – holes that they have to fill and Utah doesn't have hardly any holes. If so, so you're going to tell me if if I hand you a $100 bill and you've got to bet it on this game, you're going to go against a home dog SEC non-conference Saturday night game in the swamp. I know you saw them in the Rose Bowl, you saw Utah, but but think about that. Yeah, let me ask you this. Let, let's just shift let's shift a little bit. Um let Florida be Florida. But if I told you that the Pac-12 favorite was coming into Gainesville and they were named Oregon or USC and they were coming off of the Rose Bowl the year before, would you feel different? I feel like there's some 
Utah bias because they're not a a power program year in and year out. Yeah, I, I'll take your hundred dollar bet. We'll do dinner at City Grocery on it if you want. We'll do Blu-ray. We'll do Taylor Grocery. Whatever you name All right, it. Hold on. Let me, breakfast? Let, me, let me see how many points I'm getting. Just to uh, just to what is it? The Gators are getting three. Is that? This is great radio, right? You're looking up. You know what? You, we'll just whatever the final line is, whatever it ends up Saturday morning. That's that's what our, our gentleman's wager will be. Florida's getting a field goal, so Florida plus three at home. That's fair enough. Yeah, that 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 smells to me like a eleven point Utah win, give or take, like a a comfortable fourth quarter. Okay, that's uh. By the way, that was a hypothetical $100 bill. I don't know how that turned into a bet, but here we go. It's it, it's all good. It's all good. Um, hey, worst case scenario, we get dinner together down the road. Like th- that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm all good with uh, all good with that. Mississippi State lost to Memphis in the opener. I don't see it happening again this year. I, I, I just don't. I mean, I feel like Will Rogers is a little undervalued. Why are people sleeping on Mississippi State, this Mississippi State team? I think it's it's got a lot to do with Will Rogers' performance being downgraded based on the system that he's in. And that is 100%. And that's, by the way, 100% a byproduct of what Mike Leach has accomplished with other quarterbacks over the last 30 years, right? I mean – um, I don't want this to be construed as taking anything away from Will Rogers. I think he's the most underrated quarterback in college football, and I think that he's what makes that thing go. I mean, look what other quarterbacks have tried, even since Leach has been there. There is a right quarterback for that system and a, a non-right quarterback. So all that being said, yeah, I agree with you. I think he's being slept on, but I think it's Mike Leach's history that causes that to happen. Do you like Mississippi State? I mean, they, they lose Makai Polk, who was transferred a year ago. You don't really know anything about him coming in, and then he leads the team in, in receiving. Is there a guy coming back for them that you're like, oh, yeah, he'll be that? Or do they have to have that happen again with, with a transfer? It's going to sound weird. I, I don't know that I'd say this about any other system, but I – I, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. You know, I'm like, they, they're wide receivers when they That's have. Ryan Haydad has said over and over, he's like, Richard, I don't know who it's going to be, but somebody's going for 800 yards receiving this year on 70 catches. And my challenge to that would be as long as they have the reps, right? And they have a quarterback that's had the reps. So, yes, someone's doing that. Someone's going to be able to find grass. Someone's going to be able to to get open on a crossing route against man coverage or find, you know, an acre to settle down in against the zone. That's just what they do. Um, so I don't I don't see why that would change. I, I look back at that Kentucky game last year, though, as not a change in Mike Leach's approach, but kind of a pivot point as to how SEC defenses think about how to defend them. Their willingness to run the ball in that one game when they hadn't shown a propensity to run it ever. I mean, not like the season, but Mike Leach ever. Yeah. And I remember talking to Kentucky defensive coaches before the game. And they said, you know, in this scenario, they don't run it. In this scenario, they don't run it. In this down the distance, they don't run it. In this, and they, we went all the way down the checklist and they finally said, Tom, that they're not going to run it. And they ran it. And that, 
that one game can be enough to cause some doubt, I think, in D.C.'s going forward. We've talked about Ole Miss as being kind of like mentioned with Tennessee earlier, high ceiling, low floor. I'm not sure there's a bigger spread in the SEC. Like you can make a case for five and seven for Ole Miss the year after Matt Corral and after Sam Williams is gone, those running backs are gone and lose a couple of guys on the offensive line. But you can also make a case for 10 and two really because of the schedule. Do, do you look at Ole Miss one way or the other, or do you think, yeah, they probably end up somewhere in the middle? I think they probably end up somewhere in the middle. To me, it's less about the schedule because the, the ceiling is so high within the scope of this offense and the talent that they brought in. Um, I love the tight end trig. I, that's a deep running back room um, with a, a lot of different types of players back there that can carry the load. You know, defensively, they've got to obviously get better. But if you score 40 points a game, then – you can allow 35. Um, so to me, it's less about the schedule. It's more about can, will they have a dynamic quarterback who can take care of the football, who can stretch the field and take care of it? That's that's number one. And then number two, can they be consistent in their offensive attack? Can they play? I don't want to say this as to, to say they they have to you know throw for 400 yards against Alabama. They've always been – Lane's always had a really good run game. But can they put up points in their biggest games to give them a chance? Yeah, that makes and sense. And that's the consistency. All right, rapid fire. Um, best television booth inside a stadium in the SEC? I love Kyle Campbell, but it ain't in Oxford. So, <laughs> you know what? Once upon a time it was, but when they tried to turn that box into one big box into two, it was dead. That that certainly messed it up. We still got. Oh, I lost you for a second. So so best TV booth. Well, I was just going to say they cut it down and then. Oh no, I froze. You got me. I got you now. We're good. Okay. Uh, they cut it down and, and before I could get upset, I looked down to the booth we used to be in and uh, Archie was in there, so I I wasn't going to complain uh, too loudly. Uh, the best TV booth, Kentucky's got an NFL booth. I mean, it's big, it's comfortable, it's nice. Alabama's got a nice new one. Um, Tennessee's always been a favorite of mine. It's it's a great location. You can see everything. You can see ketchup bottles coming out of the field, mustard bottles coming out of the that box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can see it all. Um, last one. I don't know a whole lot of bad ones. Best restaurant in the SEC. You got to get one meal. Where are you picking? Oh, I'm going to make a lot of people mad. Um, you know me, I'm a red meat guy, and my favorite from the food itself to the atmosphere to the service is the Republic Steakhouse in College Station, Texas. It's the only steakhouse. I had a late basketball game there one time. I actually went there for a pregame meal. I went and had a steak dinner at like 5.30 in the afternoon, and I said, if I can make it through this game without falling asleep, it'll be worth it, and it, of course it was. Love Republic, probably would put it second behind Tony's in Lexington, but hey, potato. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 91. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 69. Beautiful day on tap for Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And finally, Friday, a 60% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. 
Care is their middle name, and Car Care Clinic provides a 10% discount for women every Wednesday and military, seniors, and all first responders on Thursday. Car Care Clinic is your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro. They're an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASC certified mechanics and offers services like brakes, alignment, check engine light diagnostics, tune-ups and tires, and a 28-point full-service oil change. All while you stay in your vehicle. Let Car Care Clinic do all that hard work for you while you sit back and relax. In fact, Car Care Clinic have been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. That's cccjl.com. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Want everything on your used car buying checklist? Then check out Ford Blue Advantage. How about a gold-certified 172-point inspection? Check. A comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford? Check. A Carfax report and a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee? Check and check. Ford Blue Advantage. Used car buying that's built for you. See your participating Ford dealer for limited warranty details and important rules on the money-back guarantee program. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap. Melt-in-your-mouth pulled pork sandwich and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Earlier today, the FDA authorized updated COVID-19 vaccine booster shots from Moderna and Pfizer. This is the first time updated COVID-19 vaccines have received emergency use authorization in the United States. Jared Halpern has the details. A new COVID booster shot could be available to Americans in a matter of days after the FDA gave authorization to a new recipe made by Pfizer and Moderna. The new vaccines combine the original recipe with updates specifically for Omicron variants BA4 and BA5, considered the most contagious strains. The U.S. has already purchased more than 170 million doses. Pfizer says it can ship up to 15 million by the end of next week. Still, it's unclear how widespread new booster shots will be. Only about half of fully vaccinated Americans got a first recommended booster dose, and a third of those 50 and older eligible for a second booster did so. Hello, I'm Kenny Francis from Corning, Arkansas. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Arkansas 2022 Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. 
The first ever Good News Gospel Festival will take place on the lawn at Grammy Museum, Mississippi on Saturday, September 3rd. The Good News Gospel Festival will celebrate the rich heritage of gospel music in the Mississippi Delta, featuring performances by the Grammy-winning Mississippi Mass Choir and many more. To learn more about this free community event, as well as other upcoming programs and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's time to get real. Real sports talk for Mississippi. It's time for you to get real with it. Sports Talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks to Tom Hart for joining us. Back on Sports Talk Mississippi, Michael Borky with you. Riding solo today. Having a good time, though. A news, I guess it's breaking news. I don't know if it's breaking news or not. It's like potentially breaking news that we'll get to in terms of playoff expansion. When we're done talking to this guy, Michael Katz joins us for the first time on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. He covers Old Miss for the Daily Journal. And I've got to adjust something on the fly, Michael. It says uh, here that I am Richard Cross. I am not. But that's okay. Welcome to the show. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. I uh, I was wondering, uh, you know, when I was I, if I was getting hazed, why well, I wasn't getting the call. So I'm just I'm just very appreciative to finally be on. Yeah, you know, I invite people and then never call them after that, and just have them wondering oh, why. Sure. Yeah, I test them because sometimes I'll get an aggressive like, "Hey, what the heck, man!" And then sometimes they'll just kind of ignore it completely. So you didn't either. Uh, well, I actually called you though. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I'm, uh, I, I, as, 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 as we learned at media, as you learned at media days, I like to talk, so I will, I will pick up most calls. Well, uh, I appreciate that. So I, I'm actually, I'm interested, not just what you have to say about the team you cover, but, but you yourself. So most people, I, I'm sure you've learned by now that cover the teams around here generally have some kind of a tie. They are from the state or a nearby state or, or went to school somewhere or whatever. That is not the story for you. So you cover Ole Miss for the Daily Journal, and you have a pretty unique path to get here. So tell us about that. How did you end up in Mississippi? Yeah, I, I've. Uh, it's funny. Uh, I've, I've really kind of been all over the place. I, uh, I'm from Los Angeles, the Los Angeles area. Uh, lived there 26-ish years, and then decided uh, I was covering the high, uh, high school sports, which are it was great. It was great to get my feet wet and kind of learn about how to, you know, deal with people and all the little nitty gritty interviewing things that, you know, that uh, you need to to get good at this job that you don't necessarily get all that training in school. And uh, I realized that uh, I wasn't going to be able to really get where I wanted to get staying in California. And that was to cover college stuff. And uh, just with the kind of the, the lay of the land with, you know, it's the LA Times and, and places like that, and they're not going to hire somebody, you know, for the most part, who's, you know, 
been out of school for a year or two. And so uh, I decided to uh, to start covering stuff up in uh, the Boise, Idaho area um, to cover Boise State. And I, I just I remember that blue field growing up. And I, I remember watching that Fiesta Bowl with, uh, you know, with the, the Statue of Liberty and all that stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, that, you know, that's great. And so I, uh, I'd never been to Idaho in my life. Um, I had never driven in snow. I knew nothing about it. Uh, but I just decided, you know what, I'm going to do it. Uh, I was up there for four years at two different places. My first job was covering high school and Boise State, and then I just got a Boise State beat. Did some breaking news for a bit, decided it wasn't for me, and wanted to get back into sports. And the next job that came open was in uh, Laramie, Wyoming, another place I had never really been. Um, and I, I, if anybody's ever thinking about going on vacation there, um, I do not recommend running uh, within your first couple of days because it is 7,000 feet in the air. And it's very, very tough uh, to get acclimated. So I went there uh, in uh, right midway during the 2019 season, and then COVID happened, and uh, uh, that was a wide. The Mountain West, uh, Mountain West football got shut down for a bit. I uh, wasn't sure what I was going to be doing in the fall of 2020. Luckily, it came back, and this opportunity came up. And I've, I've always uh, wanted to, to get to the, the biggest level of stuff, and. Uh, the SEC is as good as it gets. I've, you know, I've been watching the SEC games on on CBS, uh, those afternoon games with Vern and all that stuff since I was a kid. So when when the opportunity came up, uh, I wasn't going to turn it down. And again, Mississippi was a place I had also never been. I think the farthest south I had been was Texas. So uh, I, the first thing I tell people the biggest difference between us and California is I have to look at the weather report now. I never had to worry about that in Los Angeles, but now. It's going to change probably five times a day. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, what's the old saying? It's uh, if you don't like the weather in Mississippi, just wait an hour, and, and you'll yep. have something no, new. It's, so. <laughs> no, it, it's incredible. It's like during like if I'm like taking a walk, it might rain like twice just because it can, and yeah. it's still you know ninety degrees. But uh, so I don't know if I'm ever going to get used to you know the humidity and stuff. But it's been great. I love it out here. Great people. They love. They love Ole Miss, and they're passionate, and that's all you can really ask for in this business. That's awesome. Well, uh, we're glad you're here. And speaking of, of journeys, your latest story is a fascinating one. It's part of what makes the team you cover so interesting. Uh, you wrote about a couple of guys that are on a similar journey to you in terms of geographical distance, I suppose. A couple of guys, friends, roommates that are from far from Mississippi that found their way on the same college team uh, tell us, without spoiling the entire thing, tell us a, a little bit about what you wrote today and who you wrote about. Yeah, so uh, so Tysheen Johnson and Aisheen Young are both from uh, Philadelphia, which I wasn't particularly uh, you know familiar with, with with the geography there. It's, it's a pretty big city. They grew up about twenty minutes apart, uh, one from the north part and one from the south part. But um, Aisheen's older, and he was sort of I think as his high school coach told me he was like the king of Philadelphia. He was just a Pop Warner legend. Uh, he won a national championship and all that stuff. And, um, you know, Taishim actually ended up playing for the same high school coach. And they sort of were, like, always compared growing up, like, which, you know, which team was the better one. Um, and then, obviously, Taishim came here straight out of high school. Um, and uh, and Taishim uh, went to Iowa State entered the portal last year and he ended up coming here and and he and Taishim are, are you know that Philadelphia connection is really strong they're roommates 
Um, you know, my favorite part about the story is that they walk the same now. Um, they, they sign each other in, like, for breakfast every day because if you get one, you're always going to get the other. Um, just a really cool story about, you know, guys that are just from such a, a far-off place, uh, compared, you know, distance-wise to here that have, have, have are thriving here, and, and I think are going to do some really big things this year. You can't say quarterback. You can't say quarterback. What is the one position group that you are most interested in come Troy game on Saturday, whether it be because they're really good or, or doubt or whatever, but you can't say quarterback. That's cheating. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's the easy one. I, I, I'm going to say the other easy one, and then I'll say I don't know. I'll say linebackers because you look at that depth chart, there's a lot of ors uh, just in terms of Troy Brown or so-and-so. And, you know, there, there's, a, there's, there's talent there. I think Troy Brown's going to be a really good player. And I think uh, Kerry Coleman can be a really good player. And, uh, uh, you know, they like Austin Keys when he's been healthy and Ashanti Sistrunk. But just trying to figure out how that exactly looks in terms of, you know, they, they got so much from Chance Campbell and Mark Robinson last year. And, and even Lakia Henry was a guy who had played a lot. And they lost just so many tackles. Um, from, from from that group, and so how that ends up working out, I think is going to be really interesting because the rest of the defense is really really deep, and you, we, we kind of know what what it's going to be for the most part. The linebacking group, I think, is going to be interesting. The other one I, I'm curious is is the offensive line, and not because there's like question marks, but because you know this it, it needs to be a strength of the team. With uh, you know you've, you've got all of these these new pieces on the team in terms of the transfer portal and all that stuff. But, you know, other than really one guy, the offensive line is a bunch of people who have been here and have played a lot of games together. And so I think they really, that group really kind of needs to kind of literally pave the way. And, uh, you know, I think they're, this team is going to go as far as its offensive line takes it because, you know, they're going to want to run the ball. The running backs are great. But when you start to get to those SEC games, it becomes a little bit harder to run the ball. And so, you know, can you hold up against the Alabama defensive line and those big, stout, you know, defensive lines? I, you know, Troy, we'll see. You know, I, I think it might be interesting for a bit, but I think talent wins out in a game like that. But when you start getting into the, you know, the, the meat of the SEC schedule, uh, that offensive line is going to, I think, play a really big role. Michael Katz of the Daily Journal joins us right now. Got about a minute and a half left. So you mentioned the linebacker spot, and and it's the absence of Chance Campbell and Mark Robinson is even more highlighted by them not only making rosters in Tennessee and Pittsburgh, but Mark Robinson is going to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers as a rookie. Dean Leonard just made a roster. It's... You think that they portaled well and they've got some guys, but man, with the way those two have performed in NFL training camp as rookies, making teams, Chance Campbell is going to play some as well, going to be a valuable piece on special teams. It just puts a massive spotlight on that position group because they didn't just lose guys. They lost rookies that are going to play for two really good defenses in the NFL. That's a different animal. Absolutely. And then when you add in... You know, obviously different position group, but you know Sam Williams is a second round pick, and he's been tearing it up for the Cowboys at end. Uh, losing, you know, replacing a guy like that, and you mentioned Dean Leonard. I mean, there's we obviously we always want to talk about the offense with the Lane Kiffin teams, but there were a lot of really talented pieces on that defense, and uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how they kind of you know fill it in uh, with, with with these new pieces.
Michael, I appreciate you uh, coming on today. Hopefully we can do this again soon. Keep up the great work. It's been great since you've gotten here, and maybe eventually you'll adjust to the humidity, but mostly you just got to accept that everybody else is sweating too. Just put on a lot of deodorant. That's what I told myself. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Michael. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, it's Michael Katz from the Daily Journal. Joined us on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Breaking news, kind of, when we come back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. In Madison County, uh, an accident on Bozeman Road, northbound at Gluckstadt Road, and down at the stack, some minor congestion, eastbound on 20, coming off the 55 South Ramp. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. Call today to take advantage of their limited timeshare certificate special of 2% annual percentage yield on 12 months, federally insured by NCUA. Call River Trust Federal Credit Union at 601-664-2085. Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Glutstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 25 to 50% off. And for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jelly, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's, Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is When unexpected injuries happen, Mississippi Sports Medicine's Urgent OrthoCare is prepared for casting and x-rays right on site. Faster than an ER visit, and physicians and practitioners are on site. We'll wrap up your injury fast and get you on your way. No referral needed. Open in Madison and Flowood, Monday through Friday, 8 to 7. Jackson, 8 to 5. Open Saturday in Madison, 8 to 2. Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent OrthoCare. It's a wrap. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. 
It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Join Sports Talk Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's Original, Cajun, and Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember, picky people pick Polk's. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. More Sports Talk Mississippi now. Now. Michael Borky with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, on a Wednesday. So I told you there was breaking news, well, kind of, in the college football world, and I'm not talking about a rule change, or more so in addition to targeting. I'll tell you what that is to start the next hour. Fans are hot about the targeting thing. It's not as bad as you think, but there's also an element to it that is pathetic And we'll get to that coming up. Now, this is a little bit different. If you're a fan of the idea of college football expanding its playoff, that dream is not dead. In fact, it might even be a reality even sooner than we anticipated. Ross Dellinger, a friend of our show, uh, of course, being on this because this is what he does. Uh, The presidents that are involved, the university presidents that are involved in the college football playoff expansion situation are meeting Friday virtually, so they don't all have to fly to the same place. It's not COVID precautions, it's more convenience. Uh, They're meeting Friday, and they are expected to, quote, chart the next course in playoff expansion by holding a vote, and if that vote is unanimous, the playoff would expand to 12 as early as 2024. Now remember, when... The SEC, Greg Sankey, the athletic director at Notre Dame, were pushing through their 12-team proposal. Everybody got mad at the SEC for adding Texas and Oklahoma. They voted against it. Well, now that everybody's realized, wait, wait a minute, uh, the SEC is getting stronger by keeping it at four. We might need to expand. This is really bad for us. That This is less money buyer's remorse has set in and now they're trying to push this through and push it through really quickly it's an 11 member board of managers is what it's called it's presidents from each fbs conference and of course notre dame and they if they pass this through there's some logistical challenges that come with it to get it expanded before the contract expires in 2026. Long story short, it is entirely possible that not only do we get playoff expansion, which just a few months ago we feared we weren't going to get at all, that it wasn't going to be a thing at all, because Greg Sankey has very much said publicly, why do I need to expand? I put extended an olive branch, 
It got shot down because of adult man babies with hurt feelings. Who's to say I'm going to come back to the drawing board and do it again with you? I'm good. My league is good. We've gone from that to a vote happening Friday before the first game. Friday before the first game this vote might happen in playoff expansion. 12 is the favorite. Apparently 16 is also something they're considering. Could happen as early as 2024. And they anticipate, by the way, an additional gross revenue of $450 million over those two years if they expand before the contract expires. And then there's going to be another round of TV deals and and fighting and stuff like that. So there you go. There's the news of the day, sort of. There's a vote Friday. And if it passes, and we will know Friday if it does, because guys like Ross are on it, we might get college football playoff expansion after all. I guess if if it ends well, it ends well. But boy, we took a weird road to get to this point. One quick thought for you: I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the golf conversation for one minute of this show all day. So, live the live tour made more field announcements. They added six guys, a couple names you might know. The rest of them you don't because that's kind of what live is, but either way, um, they're hosting an event this weekend in Boston. And, you know, the tournament's shorter. It'll conclude on Saturday. Um, I think the Saudis need to uh, sling a couple million my way so we can have a conversation about public relations. You're going to host an exhibition event The opening weekend of college football. Do you think anybody at all is going to care or pay attention to the live stream on YouTube where you can watch Brooks Kepka's brother play for the Shanks or whatever this weekend? You couldn't have done this two weeks ago or three weeks ago? I don't know. But it sounds like... Live needs help with public relations. Because the order of importance of sports in this country is NFL on a pedestal so high up in the air, they're in a different galaxy. And then the next one below that is college football. And college football will be played by everybody this weekend. And that is when you want to host one of your events where you're trying to upend the established tour in this country, you guys need public relations help. I know, like, it's backed by Saudis and they've, they are, are quite bad people, so maybe they just don't care. But if you're trying to legitimize yourself, maybe don't host an exhibition event, one of your eight exhibition events, when America's favorite sport is beginning. That's just me. I don't know. Targeting rule changes when we come back at Sports Talk Mississippi. Super 
Marie Corsetti. The water shortage in Jackson, Mississippi is reaching critical levels as the treatment facility undergoes repairs. Jackson neighbors showing up to water tankers with buckets, tubs, jars, trying to bring back water for use at home. Crews work to remove sludge and debris from one of the two water treatment plants. Teams working around the clock to bring operations back to somewhat normal conditions. The relief effort involving the National Guard expected to continue until further notice. Fox Weather's Will Nunley. Meanwhile, schools are facing a major shortage of teachers. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre announcing new federal initiatives to combat the problem. The new efforts include commitments from leading job platforms such as Zip Recruiter, Indeed, and Handshake to make it easier for Americans to find teaching opportunities. Some districts are shortening the school week while others are hiring volunteers. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Today marks the third day in Jackson's water crisis, leaving residents across the capital city to wonder how long the problem will last. Jim Craig with the Mississippi Department of Health explained that a short-term solution is already in motion. We do have a rental pump in view, and the crane company uh, secured to be able to swing that pump into position. We expect the rental pump to be on the premises tonight, and for that crew to be able to place that pump in line tomorrow. Uh, by doing that, that will increase the productivity from the pump from this plant for about 4 million gallons per day, which is, is going to be a good thing, again, for helping increase those, those pressures throughout the city. That pump is expected to be installed today. And city leaders in Ocean Springs approved plans to raise taxes for property owners Tuesday, with three of several board members voting against the increase. The money from the two mil increase will be used for operating costs, improvements to public schools, and first responder departments. Hey, Lucky Buck here. It's time to have more fun more often. That's right, my little buckaroos. The Mississippi Lottery will begin drawing cash three and cash four twice a day. But wait, there's more. Add the fireball feature and you can increase your winnings and increase your odds of winning. More times to play cash three and cash four. More ways to win with fireball. Sounds like a winner to me. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back as Ratchet Entertainment presents Blues Traveler and Government Mule live Saturday, October 22nd. Blues Traveler with Government Mule. Plus Bonneville. Tickets on sale now at twilightms.com for Government Mule, Blues Traveler, and Bonneville. Brought to you by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Visit Ridgeland, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. 
The water system in Jackson has been in crisis for years, and the situation was made worse this week when officials admitted the city's largest water treatment plant was failing. President Biden has approved an emergency declaration to deal with the issue. Local, state, and federal agencies are working together to try to bring safe drinking water to residents and businesses. There's not enough water pressure to fight fires, flush toilets, and meet other critical needs. Greenville Mayor Eric Simmons has offered housing and food for Jackson State University's football team, as JSU is currently four days away from their first season opener versus Florida A&M. Simmons explained that the city will also be collecting water for Jackson's 180,000 residents. We're collecting from today up until September 15th. So we want every week to be able to drop an 18 willow load of water uh, to Jackson. Federal emergency aid has been made available to supplement the state response. For more Mississippi news, head on over to supertalk.fm. Hey, I'm Andy Jones from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. I wouldn't be where I am today without the love and support of my family. It's critical to have people around you that are always on your team. The outstanding folks at Farm Bureau do just that with their competitive rates and exceptional customer service. Be a part of the team that rallies around you. It's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Exciting news. Brace yourself. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. Welcome back, Sports Talk Mississippi on a Wednesday. I'm Michael Borky riding solo with you this afternoon. It is great to be with you, and I'd love to hear from you today as you safely drive home from work. Use the voice text feature or wait till you're at a stoplight or wait till you get home, but I'd still love to hear from you nonetheless on the ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. And we do get asked occasionally what the charges are to text us. Nothing, although that might actually be a pretty good business idea. Uh, Sports Talk, uh, the official apparel provider of Sports Talk Mississippi is Jen Teal. I don't know if you've noticed, if you watch the stream or see the clips we put online, uh, Richard and I uh, wearing Jen Teal golf shirts, uh, but it's not just golf shirts, it's button-ups, it's pants, especially their game day apparel. Go to gentealapparel.com, G-E-N-T-E-A-L apparel.com. Hit the collegiate tab. If you're still looking for a, a game day polo, I know it's Wednesday, so you got to hurry. But if you're still looking for one, they have Ole Miss, they have Mississippi State, a few others uh, in the works. Check them out, genteelapparel.com. And it's time for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealer. A rule change, a 
playing rules update is what they're actually calling it. This comes from the SEC officiating's official Twitter account in conjunction with the NCAA, and it got people hot, and I'm not going to lie. When I first read it, I had the same reaction as most people. If you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, they released this playing rules update, and it says this. This is all it says. No wonder people got up in arms. This is all it says. Okay, I'm reading directly from this release. Defenseless player. A defenseless player is one who, because of their physical position and focus of concentration, is especially vulnerable to injury. When in question, a player is defenseless. Examples of defenseless players include, but are not limited to, and here's the new line, a player in the act of or just after throwing a pass. This includes a player in a passing posture with focus downfield. So, that got people hot. And my first thought was, wait, what? Are you, what? Are you saying you can't hit quarterbacks? No, that is not what they are saying. So, take a step back, take a deep breath. Your favorite defensive player can hit the quarterback still, legally. This is a new application, though, to targeting. This is a new application to targeting. Okay? But there's a big problem with this still. A huge problem with this new rule involving quarterbacks. So I pulled up the rule book just to make sure I had my bearings correct. I pulled up the rule book. The line, the headline here literally is, what is targeting? And here is the one that makes me really mad. Targeting and making forcible contact to head or neck area of a defenseless player. I remember that phrase, defenseless player. No player shall target and make forcible contact to the head or neck area of a defenseless opponent with the helmet, forearm, hand, fist, elbow, or shoulder. This foul requires that there be at least one indicator of targeting. Here is one of those indicators. Leading with helmet, shoulder, forearm, fist, hand, or elbow to attack with forcible contact at the head or neck area. Generally speaking, that sounds fine, right? We don't want players to have head injuries. Head injuries are objectively bad. That's fine. Targeting, it has actually worked. I know it's frustrating to some people, myself included, The targeting penalty has worked in college football. There are fewer of them. There are fewer of those injuries. It has worked. What has always frustrated me about college versus the pro game is that players get kicked out of games. They get removed from games, and if it's in the second half, they get suspended for the next one by oftentimes making a regular football play. Mark Robinson, who we referenced earlier in the show, former Ole Miss linebacker, was kicked out of the Louisville game last year for making a football play. The running back, though, lowered his target area, and he was high. So they kicked him out of the game. Errol Thompson got kicked out of a game for Mississippi State, I believe two years ago, if I remember correctly, for the most innocent football hit 
of all time. I mean, it was pathetic that he got kicked out of the game for it. But targeting is working. I don't think players should be kicked out of the game. Here's my issue with this new application, deeming a quarterback in the act of throwing a football a defenseless player that is now under the guise of targeting. How often do you see, whether it be a blitzing linebacker, defensive lineman, that's getting pressure on the quarterback, but they know they're not going to get there in time. So what do they do? Get their hands up, they jump, and try to swat the ball down. They try to bat the ball down at the last second. And often, those players miss. Often, they miss. And sometimes, they will make contact with the upper shoulder, neck, or head area of the quarterback with their hands or their forearms trying to bat the ball down. What this rule does, if I'm reading their rule book correctly, I've got it in front of me, they say targeting means a player takes aim at an opponent for purposes of attacking with forcible contact that goes, all that mumbo-jumbo. But the important thing, leading with the helmet, shoulder, forearm, fist, hand, or elbow, forcible contact at the head or neck area. Maybe there's going to be some ambiguity. And Caleb says to attack implies intent, which, of course, you know in real time with how fast the game is, you you can't. So what this says to me, maybe they don't officiate it this way, but the words that they are using, if a defender... With his hand, because hand is using their fist forearm, makes forcible contact with a quarterback's helmet. It's targeting, and he will be ejected from a game. So think about it like this. Ole Miss linebacker, whichever one you want to name. Troy Brown, we'll go with him. He gets called on a blitz, gets through the A-gap, Quarterback's going to get the ball in time, though. So he jumps up in the air, misses the ball, and because he is moving so fast and the game happens so fast, he misses the ball and his hand hits the quarterback in the side of his helmet. Hard. Hits him hard in the side of his helmet. He gets kicked out of the game. We're targeting. That is what these words say. Take Crumity if he's healthy, which you hope he is. Not entirely sure how many games he's going to miss, but when he's back and when he's healthy, beats his, beats the man in front of him. Gets past the offensive guard. Trying to bat a ball down. And his hand hits the quarterback's helmet. It's targeting. Because a guy his size with his athleticism, if he makes contact when he's running full speed, it's forcible. And now... The rule says these guys are going to get kicked out of the game. Targeting's already poorly enforced. And now you've added something like this. And I promise you it's going to happen in week one. A guy's going to get... that, That situation happens all the time. It's going to happen in week one. And a kid is going to be kicked out of a game for missing a ball, trying to swat it down, and instead making contact 
with his hand on the quarterback's helmet. Or maybe his neck. That happens all the time. And it should not lead to you getting kicked out of a game. Uh, Dale from the Delts is asking, where's the confirmation that they don't mean you can't hit a quarterback while throwing? Because that rule, they when they made that release... They did a very poor job of talking about when a defenseless player applies. And they're talking about targeting. You can still tackle a quarterback while he is throwing. You still can do that. It's it's a targeting situation. It is not just you can't go tackle the quarterback anymore. It's a good question. So you can lead with a flying kick? Yeah, apparently, apparently so. Apparently you can go kick the guy because they didn't mention feet. But I'm sure there's some unnecessary roughness clause in there as uh, as well. We got to go to the phone next. Greg Gaston's going to join us. We're going to preview the Memphis Mississippi State game. But a lot of your messages have come in, so we'll get to that after we talk to Greg. But he'll join us next from Sports 56 in Memphis. It's uh, it's game week, guys. So we're about to preview a game that is happening on Saturday. Feels good. Feels really really good. We'll do that talk in Memphis. In Mississippi State when we come back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. In Madison County, uh, an accident on Bozeman Road, northbound at Gluckstadt Road, and down at the stack, some minor congestion eastbound on 20, coming off the 55 south ramp. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. Call today to take advantage of their limited timeshare certificate special of 2% annual percentage yield on 12 months, federally insured by NCUA. Call River Trust Federal Credit Union at 601-664-2085. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Fredericks Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. 
This is Dave Logan with Canon Nissan of Jackson. What's new, Dave? New Nissans are arriving daily. We are now offering a two-year maintenance program on all new and pre-owned vehicles. Canon Nissan will match any competitor's prices on tires, batteries, and more. Nobody beats the Canon deal. Nobody. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmissions. So something that we've done over the last few years, we went up to a base warranty of a two-year 24000 So no matter what, you're going to get a base warranty of a two-year 24000 We feel that's a little higher than the industry standard. And if you have a failure, I'm the one you talk to. You don't call a 1-800 number. You call me, and I deal with it. Remember, free towing on major repairs. Call Coleman Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. A beauty from South Alabama. Her daddy had a heart like a nine pound. Michael Borky with you on this Wednesday afternoon sports talk, Mississippi. Greg Gaston was supposed to join us. Maybe he'll uh, join us in the next segment. But for now, we'll get to your text. This is actually uh, this is better. This works out better. We can get to your messages right now, and that's him calling. So give me one second. We'll uh, we'll talk to Greg. Just one second, guys. Hold on. Oh boy, Solar Radio sometimes. We're back. Greg Gaston joins us right now on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Greg, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. And, uh, My pleasure. We'll, uh, we'll start with this. Um, Mississippi State fans are looking at this game as, you know, we were better than Memphis last year. We should beat them this year. What about this Memphis team is the same from the one that beat Mississippi State a year ago, and what is different about them? Well, first of all, let me say that that's the attitude that they should have. Mississippi State playing at home, obviously last year was disappointing, so they should have that attitude. But Memphis has that kind of uh, free attitude to go down to Starkville and just let the chips fall where they may and see what happens. I don't think it's uh, as big a game for Memphis as it probably is for Mississippi State, although neither game is a conference game, but because of what happened last year. But as far as how different Memphis is, you're talking about a new offensive coordinator. You're talking about a new defensive coordinator. Uh, They lose some of their star offensive players in Calvin Austin, who's moved on to the NFL, and in their tight end, Sean Dykes. But a lot of the other positions are, are pretty much the same. The running backs, that same group, although they bring in a guy who was the MAC freshman of the year in Davian, in Javian Ducker, so he joins the, the group that'll run the ball. And they got some new receivers as well. But on defense, you're talking about a new format and a 4-3 front as opposed to a 3-4 with Matt Barnes, their new defensive coordinator, comes from Ohio State. So although the major position, the most important position, the quarterback position, Seth Hennigan, is back and did a great job last year as a true freshman. Uh, A lot of other areas are different for this Memphis team this upcoming 2022 season. Greg Gaston joins us right now. He's with Sports 56 in Memphis and also does sidelines for the Memphis Radio Network. So, 
uh, with a new new offensive coordinator, does that mean new system? And if so, has there been any any indications of what that's going to be? There's been a trend so far where coaches are even more unwilling to reveal anything than they've ever been before. I mean, Timmy Chang basically made Vanderbilt guess at literally everything before the game. Is Memphis going to do the same thing to Mississippi State, or is it a, a lot of similar stuff, just a new guy calling the plays? I think it's going to be very similar, but you're absolutely right on in this day and age. I know it at least happens in Memphis where things are a lot more secretive than they used to be, and I've covered sports since 1985, and I remember having uh, basically free time to watch every practice from start to finish and observe whatever I want, and now it's you get in, they, they get you out of there after a few early periods. They want to keep things secret, but... I, I do believe from everything that Ryan Silverfield has said, their head coach, and what Tim Cramsey has said, he's the new offensive coordinator that comes from Marshall, that things are going to be similar to what we saw last year. And that's similar to what Tim ran with his Marshall offense, which was a very productive offense. Now, before that, he was at Sam Houston State, and they put up some phenomenal numbers in, in, in one double leg. But Sam Houston State and, and Marshall and the way they ran the offense are, are two different things. I think Memphis and Marshall will be very similar as far as their offenses are concerned. What do we need to know about uh, Seth Hennigan? Uh, you mentioned the star uh, of last year's game anyways, off to the NFL, but uh, the Memphis quarterback coming into Starkville, what do we need to know about him? He's put on about 15, 20 pounds, most of it muscle, so he's a bigger guy that hopefully can be able to sustain a, a hit or two. I think last year he proved that he could, but late in the season he did miss a game at UCF because he he did get hit pretty well. I thought the offensive line did a, 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 a pretty good job in protecting him, but they lose a star like Dylan Parham, who went early to the Raiders in the NFL draft. So that's going to be key is, is keeping him upright. But in talking to him and having him on my show, I mean, he talked about being nervous last year as, as a freshman, nervous about tucking the ball and running with it. But he ended up having to do it, and he did more of it later in the year. He is not what you would call the multidimensional quarterback. He's not one of those guys that's going to try to beat you with his legs. He will run when he has to. And now he feels a little bit more confident in running with the football if need be. But don't get me wrong. This guy is a pure pocket passer. You mentioned a, a four-down front for, for Memphis's defense. Uh, one of the keys to stopping Mississippi State is being able to get home with as few rushers as possible, mostly if if you can, just only sending three guys, dropping a bunch back in, in like a zone coverage and just keeping everything underneath. Can Memphis get home, in your opinion, bringing three or four guys in just that? Or do you think they might have to create some pressure which can open up some things in the back end for the Bulldogs? Yeah, that'll be awfully tough to do. it. Obviously, last year was a three-man front. They're going to run the four-man front. doesn't mean that they'll always necessarily run. You rush four or more. They could rush three, drop eight back in the coverage, depending on the situation. I know there's a new left tackle for Mississippi State, which is key to replace Will Rogers. But to answer your question, I think it's extremely hard to do so. So you're going to see some blitzes. Uh, I think you're going to see guys coming off the edge that are very athletic. But it will be a challenge against that state offensive line to be able to get the Rodgers, if they can do that, if they can get there, as you said, rushing less players. Uh, that's an advantage for Memphis, if they can get to Rodgers early on and, and maybe even sack him. But that's easier said than done. But I like what, 
what Matt Barnes has done with his defense. They, they lost some players, but they also brought in some guys from the portal that will be key players, and, and I like what he's done so far with his defense. Greg Gasson of Sports 56 in Memphis on your radio right now. Um, is there a little extra spice from Memphis players because of who it is? I mean, I imagine they'd be getting up for any SEC game, but Memphis's left tackle, for example, is a Mississippi guy. Uh, had mm-hmm. uh, what was I think committed to Ole Miss, but but that got weird late. And, and Mississippi State obviously did not sign him either. But is there a little bit extra juice because it's guys that are from around here? Yes, it's an SEC team; they get up, but this one in particular, being from Mississippi, where they're so close, and some of which are from. Oh, there's no question. Guys that are local and they're from the Mississippi area, I'm sure that there's that extra little giddy-up in their step to try to knock off a Mississippi Mississippi State team for a second straight year. But I think for any player, even players that aren't from the area, that have elected to play at Memphis, and some, especially some, and there's not, not a ton of those guys, but there's certainly guys that were looked at by, whether it be Mississippi SEC schools or other SEC schools, at least maybe got a look as far as recruiting is concerned. I mean, they certainly want to knock off that SEC team. No matter what team they're playing, whatever team's in front of them, if they have the SEC connection, and that's a huge feather in their cap if they can get the win. But I don't think they're going as far as thinking that they lose this game, uh, their season's in peril. It's not a conference game, as I talked about earlier, as you know. It's not a conference game for Mississippi State. This is more of a game for Memphis to go in there, to be competitive, let the chips fall where they may, and then hopefully come out of there. You know, if they get an upset win, that's fantastic. I mean, again, that would be a great start to the season like it was last year. If they don't, as long as they're competitive, as long as they come out of there healthy, they got to turn around and play a Navy team, which is a complete 180 as far as their offense is concerned with a triple option offense. And that's more of their concern is to be competitive in the conference. But I think the chip-on-the-shoulder situation with those players, I think you're right on about that. I think it's for any time that Memphis plays an SEC opponent. Got about a minute and a half left here. Uh, it, fans around here would roll their eyes when I say this, but but Memphis's schedule for, for a G5 schedule was quite difficult last year. I mean, UTSA ended up being really, really good. They had to go to UCF. SMU ended up being good. Houston was really, really good. It felt like, though, after that Mississippi State win, that that was the kind of thing where you thought, okay, well, Memphis has a path now to win out. If they can beat an SEC team, they might you know, find their way into an access bowl. And it just didn't work out that way. Mm-hmm. Why not or, or how not? And do you think these sweeping changes that have happened uh, in terms of coaching and staff members and stuff like that are, are to Memphis's benefit? Yeah, look, you're, first of all, you're spot on. After that win against Mississippi State, you felt really good where you were. They want to shoot out up at Arkansas State, but that's a that's a border rival. There are always those wacky games against them. The UTSA game, they were in total control. They were up three touchdowns at halftime, and it was a complete turnaround in the second half. Nobody really can put their finger on what happened in that second half, but to me, it was UTSA got really physical with their offensive line, which was tremendous in their running game, and they started to pound the Tigers, and the Tigers took a step back. And then from that game on, they had great opportunities. Tigers could have won nine games last year. They blew a couple of those games with special teams uh, in the Tulsa situation. They should have won at UCF, and that was with a backup quarterback. That was one that Hennigan did not play. They absolutely blew a game in, in Philadelphia against Temple, in which they put a couple of balls deep in the red zone on the ground. 
turnovers and a concussion to their starting running back, Brandon Thomas, who will be back again this year as the number one RB on the depth chart. So, yeah, your, your assessment's right on. It was, a, it was a disappointment, to say the least, the way the season ended up going. But in the end, still bowl eligible. They ended up not playing that bowl, as you probably know, in Hawaii. And that was, uh, that was sad for those players. Not sad to go to Hawaii, but to not... From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 91. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 69. Beautiful day on tap for Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And finally, Friday, a 60% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. At Car Care Clinic, we make things easy and convenient for your busy schedule. We're your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop. Proud to be serving the Jackson Metro. Car Care Clinic is an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASC certified mechanics. So you know you're always getting the best service your car needs for brakes, alignments, check engine light diagnostics, tune-ups, tires, and more. Plus, you can stay in your vehicle during your 28-point full-service oil change. With 45 years of great service and results, Car Care Clinic is a business you can trust. Visit any of our convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Women get a 10% discount every Wednesday, and military seniors and all first responders get a discount every Thursday. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. At Community Bank, we believe our success lies in our continued commitment to community and upholding the same small-town values that we were founded upon. We are relationship bankers. Whether you're trying to grow your business, grow your savings for your future, or building your dream home for your family, we are committed to helping you achieve your goals. Community Bank, a bank that knows community. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Today marks the third day in Jackson's water crisis, leaving residents across the capital city to wonder how long the problem will last. Jim Craig with the Mississippi Department of Health explained that a short-term solution is already in motion. You have a, a little pump in view, and the crane company uh, secured to be able to swing that pump into position. We expect the rental pump to be on the premises tonight and for that crew to be able to place that pump in line tomorrow. And by doing that, that will increase the productivity from the pump 
from this plant for about 4 million gallons per day, which is, is going to be a good thing, again, for helping increase those, those pressures throughout the city. That pump is expected to be installed today. And city leaders in Ocean Springs approved plans to raise taxes for property owners Tuesday, with three of several board members voting against the increase. The money from the two mil increase will be used for operating costs, improvements to public schools, and first responder departments. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm. Hey y'all, I'm Steve Azar inviting you to escape to Pearl River Resort where the fun is going non-stop. Go off the deep end at the South's most exciting water park, Geyser Falls. After the thrills, test your skills at the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. There's dining delight and love at first sight. And it's always no work and all play at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos. So come on, leave it all behind and head to Pearl River Resort. Join Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more. Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you, Michael Borky, riding solo this afternoon. Sports Talk Mississippi. We do get this message. feel like I need to address it. It says, I get breaks, but must we cut someone off mid-interview? It looks and sounds bad. I agree with that. I get commercials fund the programming, but just not talk 30 seconds earlier next break and catch up. I wish that it was that simple. It's not. We are syndicated across the state, and so our breaks are hard-timed. They happen whether or not I want them to. I cannot manipulate them. It's just how it has to be. The best thing that I can do, especially when, when it's just me, the best thing that I can do is give them a time, how much we have left, like I did, and if they go over, they go over. Cutting somebody off mid sentence is not ideal, but you just you hope that they have that time and and they end it, and that just didn't happen. Uh, didn't happen there, and and it's uh, it sucks, but it's just kind of something that I have to deal with. So that wasn't intentional. It never will be intentional. It never is. Sometimes guests run a, run a little long. It happens. It'll happen again, but uh, it's not purposeful. Another message we got here. This is a good question from Bruce. With Mississippi State possibly looking at Memphis as a revenge game, does that provide an opportunity for them to come out tight, not play loose, and allow Memphis to hang around for a while and maybe even get an early lead in the game and make things look bad for the Bulldogs early on, maybe even making it a very tight game? He also has a second and totally unrelated question. We'll get to that in a second. First, that is a, that's a good question. I don't think so. Um... Mike Leach kind of shot down the concept of revenge game earlier. 
uh, in the week in his press conference. I, I hope that this is going to sound condescending. I don't mean it to, but but if you're truly looking at Memphis as a as a revenge scenario, um, <clears throat> let's just say they're the players in the team's focus should not be getting revenge on Memphis. It should be ensuring that what happened last year with Memphis never happens again, if that makes sense. Revenge is something that you get on somebody that is your equal, not an AAC program who's got players that you wouldn't think about offering. Maybe that's me nitpicking, but either way, um, it, there's a chance, I, I guess, that they, they come out tighter or whatever. I don't think that's going to happen. I believe that... Um, They have hammered the point home. I know that to be true. They have hammered the point home that last year cannot happen. And what I mean by that is overlooking them. Uh, You've heard that from multiple different people. Mike Leach addressed that on Monday as well. That There were guys on that sideline that didn't take Memphis seriously. And now, now they will. Does that give you comfort? Does that answer your question? I don't know, but that's the best I got on the on the fly. He also asked if my son plays football when he's older, would I rather him play offense or defense? Kicker. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would love for him to be a quarterback, something that I was never able to do. I had to play defense and linebacker myself, but I don't know. There's something about you know him being the quarterback that would be kind of cool, but he's going he's gonna to do whatever he wants. Um, hopefully golf. So, so – the college fund that we have set up for him can go to mom's new car, and he, he goes to school for free. But anyway. Strider says, uh, Bruce sounds like an old Miss guy. No, he's not. He's got a texting history. It, it's a fair question. It's Look, so far at Mississippi State, it's kind of a, a selling point or, or whatever about Mike Leach is people so often say things like, well, you know he's going to lose a game he's not supposed to, and he's going to win a game he's not supposed to. And you know everybody kind of laughs and chuckles about that in the offseason. Well, Ed, hey, you look at Mississippi State's schedule, and they're going to have a weird loss in there, but hey, they're going to go have a win that they're not supposed to have in there too. And, and that's fun when, when it's not the season, right? That, that's quirky and, and part of the allure, but that has played itself out. Texas A&M last year had a better roster than Mississippi State. Who won the game? Mississippi State did. Mississippi State had a better roster than Memphis last year. Who won the game? It was Memphis. Consistency has been an issue. I think it's fair for fans to to be concerned about that going into a new season. I don't think this weekend is one that should worry you. I really don't. Maybe I'm blinded by whatever, but my pick was, spoiler alert for Friday, 38-17. I said it yesterday as well, I believe. I think State's going to win and win rather comfortably in this game, but it's fair to to question that and be concerned, which is why I said yesterday that most importantly for Mike Leach and Mississippi State to me this year is not so much about improving the record as it is being more consistent. They have got to be more consistent. You've got to run, uh, you've got to walk before you run. And that well, they're going to lose a game they're not supposed to, and they're going to win a game they're not supposed to, and isn't that fun? Will get very, very frustrating for you in very short order. 
Because if you're going to be competitive the way fans want the program to be, you can't consistently lose to Memphis. You know what I mean? You you have to beat the teams you're supposed to be better than consistently before you start talking about beating Georgia, which I hear so often from fans is, oh, they're going to go beat Georgia. Okay, but let's see them beat Memphis first. Let's see them win all four of their non-conference games against teams that they are better than first. Let's see that happen first. And if that never happens, you guys are going to get frustrated really, really fast. One thing that made Dan Mullen great at Mississippi State was that he won the games he was supposed to win. He didn't have a Memphis last year. It, well, he did, South Alabama. But that didn't happen often. That wasn't a consistent thing with Dan Mullen. He regularly beat teams he was supposed to beat. Now, never crept up and beat Alabama or anything like that, but that's got to be the starting point. That is what I'm looking for with this team this year. Because when you've got people saying that, oh, they're going to go win nine games, they're going to win ten games, are they? Maybe. The talent is there. But so far under Mike Leach at Mississippi State, you have not seen the consistency. And if you're going to win in the SEC, you have to be more consistent. And so it's fair to be concerned about that. Cody says, the talent gap and quality of teams will be obvious early and often. State, big, big. Dale says, they're not going to be tight. Majority of the team is 22 or older. Speaking of that, non-sequitur, the Saints have, I think, the third oldest team in the NFL. Experience matters. So, hit that over. Debbie says, Borky, is James about... Yeah, yeah, he is. He's close. Uh, he's. I think he's a lefty, though, Debbie. I think he's a lefty. Which is easier to teach, if you can believe it, because he can mirror you. But yeah, he's the only way he'll swing a bat appropriately is lefty. Somebody says, any given Sunday. True, but you want them to be fewer. Bobby in Batesville says, Ole Miss has overlooked Memphis as well in the past, for sure. Yeah, I mean, Hugh Freeze lined Robert Kimdichie up at running back in the Liberty Bowl. Paxton Lynch beat them that day. It has happened. It absolutely has. Jason Columbus says if they clean up mistakes, win the games that they are that are winnable, they won't I won't care if they go seven and five. That was the Mullen model. See, Chase, you and I, we're on the same wavelength. Hey, that disagreed with me somewhat. To me, if I were a state fan, that would be something I would value more. Because you do have to play Georgia instead of Vanderbilt, for example. You're in Baton Rouge, you're in Oxford, you're in Lexington. Texas A&M is a team that will have a better roster than everybody they play except for Alabama. That will be a tough game. If the record doesn't change, but they don't have a weird Memphis loss, for example, and they play Alabama tougher, and they play Georgia tougher, that would be more valuable to me. That If I were you, I would be more comfortable with the future of my program if I see more consistency, even if the record doesn't change. Because if... if Let's say they go 8-4, and four, right? And they beat Texas A&M. They, they beat Texas A&M and they go to Lexington and win. But then they lose to Auburn at home. And then they go to Arizona and lose. And, and they lose the Egg Bowl again. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. If you're good enough to beat those teams, you should be good enough to also lose to the same. Or not lose to those same teams you have so far. Uh, Bruce says State was more talented than Texas Tech last year and lost the bowl game. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I agree. 
Keith uh, is asking if there's any update about the Heidelberg coach. Not that I have seen. There may be one. I have not seen one. It should be a uh, a pretty simple decision. If it hasn't been made yet, what are you waiting for? But that's me not knowing if the decision has has not been made yet. Appreciate that, BJ. Uh, thank you for listening down in Hattiesburg. Dale also says it's really as simple as if they play a clean game, it won't be close. I agree. If State comes out and they execute and they play clean football, this game will never at any point be in doubt. It won't be in doubt at any point if they just play mistake-free football. There will not be an uncomfortable second. Not one. Somebody says, uh, forget moral victories. Eight and four should be minimal expectations. It's fair. I understand that. But if it doesn't happen, I guess what I'm saying is if that doesn't happen, but they're more competitive with Alabama and they're competitive with Georgia and they don't have a, a goofy loss to a group of five team, that would that would be important to me. Final thoughts with you when we come back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443. Minor delays coming off 55 south to 20 eastbound. Also seeing delays on Lakeland northbound in between airport and Luckney. And construction delays causing uh, things to get backed up 475 south at 468. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Hi, I'm Robbie Kemp with Entergy. Extreme temperatures and price increases nationwide have made this summer hard on everyone. Entergy is here to make things easier for those in need. Our shareholders and employees have donated millions of dollars to bill payment assistance for customers in our four-state service territory. We've invested in a stronger, cleaner power grid. We're also investing in you. Learn more at Entergy.com answers. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. You hear those notifications? That's small businesses in America taking off on TikTok. Businesses like Porky's Hot Dogs. I have another good one for y'all today. Our peanut butter and jelly dog. Their homemade hot dog videos pull in diners from across the country. And there's Matt Fixit, your local handyman just building a business. Holy freaking drywall repair. We've got a bathtub above this kitchen. Over a million people saw that video, and new customers are still flying in. 
American small business booms on TikTok. Under 35 and already losing your hair? Come on, guys. You know, looking 10 years older is not a plus for your career or your social life. But you have a choice that your dad didn't have. You can choose to keep your hair. I'm Dr. Michael Kanoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. Our new, affordable, non-surgical, in-office medical treatments stop loss and regrow your hair. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Let the broadcasting of the disturbed continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Busy, busy day with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Just three days until the start, your start of the college football season anyway. We got games tomorrow night, the Backyard Brawl, Penn State at Purdue as well. So a couple of really good options for you tomorrow night. Great time to be in sports talk radio. Imagine that. I'm Michael Borky, again, riding solo with you one more time this afternoon. If you're excited for Thunder and Lightning, it will not be... Live, but don't let that turn you off. It's it's recorded. It's new stuff. It's not a replay of last week. It's new. It's just not live. So it's stuff you've never heard before. You just won't be able to bother Haydad on the text line while it's happening. So that's coming up right after I get done here. A couple of news items. We'll probably spend more time on this tomorrow. Haydad will be back with me tomorrow. Richard will be back, the whole crew, on Friday. A couple of things that, we, that I, frankly, should have spent more time on today... Just a really busy show. A lot of guests, a lot of good stuff today. Two things. First one, this directly applies to you. The Big 12 has already started negotiations early with rights holders for their new television package. Now you're probably thinking, wait, what what does that have to do with me? That means... There are now active discussions to get Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC sooner. The Big 12 obviously expanding. Houston, BYU, Cincinnati, UCF. They don't want to intermingle those those groups. They want Texas and Oklahoma out. And part of what's going to get them out is this. So now today it was released that the Big 12 has started their negotiations. What that means for you, the fan 
of an SEC team is Texas and Oklahoma much sooner. Much sooner could be on your schedule. So we'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow as more details emerge, or hopefully, anyway, more details emerge. But that's what you've got right now. Texas and Oklahoma probably joining the SEC sooner. Next thing is transfer portal adjustments. That is coming this new recruiting cycle. It's not going to feel as wide open and chaotic as it has in years past. This is something, if you listen, and I say years past, meaning really just the last two years, but this is something that we've talked about on this show for a long time. The transfer portal, as it currently sits, honestly is not sustainable. You've got tampering going on like crazy. Coaches are afraid to release depth charts because if a player is not listed as a starter, he's going to start making calls or let's put it this way, his high school coach is going to start receiving calls from other programs and they're going to do the behind-the-scenes stuff because you can hit the portal anytime and it's just wide-open chaos is what it's been. Now, some programs have navigated better than others. Ole Miss has done pretty good with the chaos, but roster building and knowing who you're going to have on your team has been a disaster. And keeping players on your roster has been hard. It's been a really bad thing for college football, the way it was implemented. I like the portal. I think it can do a lot of good. This part of it has been bad. Well, that's going away. The NCAA has officially approved two windows, air quotes, in the transfer portal. Different sports will have different timelines. Baseballs will be different. Basketballs will be different. Here is footballs. The first window where you can hit the portal is the 45 days starting on national the playoff selection day for the next 45 days. So that varies some. Sometimes the playoff selection happens on one day. It's not the same day every year. So starting on playoff selection day for the next 45 days, the portal is open. You can hit it. You can stay in it. But after those 45 days, it closes. You cannot enter the transfer portal. The second window is much shorter. Starts on May 1st, ends on May 15th. So the concept of a player hitting the portal after spring practice still exists. But you cannot hit the portal after May 15th. Those are your two windows. Forty-five day, The 45 days following college football playoff selection and May 1st to May 15th. That will... That will change a lot of things and make everything feel a little bit easier and a little bit less chaotic. And you're going to know who's going to be on your team after spring practice. Whereas this year, you had no idea, and neither did the coaches. I don't feel bad for millionaires, but it has made everything feel chaotic. That is going to go away. Final message here. Thanks for all the info about the update on Hey Dad Borky. Yeah, enjoy uh, enjoy Thunder and Lightning. That's coming up now, pretty much now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, as you always, always do. Hey Dad will be back with me tomorrow. Richard, the whole gang will be here on Friday. So for Luke Johnson, Michael Katz, Tom Hart, Greg Gaston, and you guys, thank you for making our show a part of your day. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Y'all have a good one.
Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.